0: decided to listen to the Realities Are's podcast. How brave of you. Nate and Paranoid American may think that they're merely discussing cryptozoology, interdimensional realities and crude humor, but know this. Listening to this podcast puts you on a certain list, the Clinton body count, if you will. The truths they reveal are not for the faint of heart nor the blissfully ignorant. Listen if you dare,
1: but remember, some doors once opened cannot be closed. And now, your hosts, those audacious explorers of forbidden knowledge, the Reality Czars, Nate and Paranoid American.
0: And we're live. Welcome, everybody. This is the Reality Czars podcast, and I think I'm going to be your only host tonight, Nate. Uh, Thomas just texted me, and he's very tired. It's starting to get a little late at night, uh, unfortunately, um, so I, th- he might pop in, he might not, but we're talking to the... Beyond top secret, Texan brother. Thank you so much for joining us again. You've been on several times, but it's been a minute. Did we figure out it's been like a year?
1: But over a year, oh. yeah. My so God, like, man, so um,
0: dude, we've then, had uh, some so, pretty epic conversations. Yeah, like, uh, yeah.
1: That was a good time. i I trying to move too much. Um, but, yeah, that's the third thing speaking to each other. And as time, I, uh, just, uh, even though you yes, have never had to speak to each other I'm on the show. And I, I remember in the message before we were going, I was all like, hey, it's just me and me. And, 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 yeah, it's like, you know, the end, and it's, it's like we all it's, this a fight <laughs> <Can't>... <laughs> hey
0: Tex, I think we're having some uh I think we're having some technical difficulties friend um your screen is completely frozen and you were sounding pretty robotic I'm going to, if you can, I'm going to kick you out of here and join back in if possible. Can you hear me? Let's see here. Hey, Tex, are you there, buddy?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. The screen just refreshed. Yes. Okay. Love wow. You.
0: Okay. Love That's you. much better. I'm so sorry, dude. I missed a uh, majority of what you said. <laughs> a lot of that was uh, very oh. robotic. Talk.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, I just transferred uh, reception to a different network. And so, yeah, hopefully this is improved. Um,
0: dude, you're coming in okay. completely crystal clear now. Completely okay, crystal you're, you're clear.
1: Different. There's a lot of electronic interference with all my interviews, especially lately. The more I strike a nerve and hit uh, closer to the bone when it comes to this uh, podcast of mine and the efforts, there's more electronic harassment. So I'm sorry, and I apologize ahead of time. Hopefully this no works worries, out. We, No
0: worries, brother. Think- we were just talking to uh, – I don't know if you're familiar with a gentleman. His name is Ole Damogard, uh, one of the OGs in this, in this uh, community. And as we're talking, I know Ola demogard is probably one of the most uh, censored people on the Internet. Um, and as he's like, as we're closing, and as we're talking and, and he's going to say this prayer, he always closes in every interview with this like prayer uh, of like love and light to the universe. Like a helicopter is flying over my house and it's just making circles over my house and I have to just keep constantly i had to keep my mute my mic muted and i'm just like man this is just absolutely ridiculous <laughs> you know and it just yeah, you know you start to strike a nerve you know
1: i and, absolutely uh, understand and uh and and the aviation uh, thing that happens in my house is planes from the naval station will fly directly over my house um and what's kind of funny about this is not only will they fly like various platforms, big planes will fly like just about a hundred feet over my house, is that um, they'll do it, you know, almost twenty-four hours a day. Like there's no, there's no re- rationale or justification. It's, it's one hundred percent. They're just buzzing me, and it sounds like World War II sometimes. This is like nineteen forties prop type planes just flying over my house, and I've recorded it. I've, I have it on video. Where it's literally like if you just step out in your backyard, look up, and there's just these massive planes so that's like flying directly over your house. And you don't live like anywhere close to an airport necessarily. It's just like they're, they're literally coming as low as possible and flying to make as much noise and to kind of just like show that they know where you live and, uh, you know, are taking the time to harass, you know, like – and I've had people parked outside my house for years you know and this is this is nothing new this is a journey that's taken uh, over 10 years at this point uh, I remember when I was in the military too so I know full-on like they they did everything from like reading my mail to uh, listening into my phone calls I used to live off base I lived on base uh, for the various bases I was on for two full years and then lived off base and they were doing things like sending people to my house and things like that just to like you know back then and, and just to keep tabs on people, they knew everything. They knew who I talked to, where I went. They followed my car. Uh, you know, I've had tails on me and everything. And, and I absolutely know electronically I'm being surveilled too. Every device is probably pwned as fuck when it comes to hacking software, keystroke software, and everything. I'm pretty sure. And I know for a fact that what they've also already done is try to blackmail me twice uh, with, like, sexually – uh, like history and stuff like that, and and basically attacking by going through my gallery and talking to all my contacts and stuff like that, and you know this is all stuff that happened when I was a single man and stuff like that, and this is like over the last year, last two or three years since 2022, it really started. That was just they started just hammering me and everything, but I've been able to walk through it and just walk it off because it's one of those things where I already know it's going to happen. I, I'm pretty sure at one point they'll even kill me. Um, it's and at that point I don't live uh, to be intimidated or ashamed. There's nothing I do that is just, I, I wouldn't. The rule of thumb is in the intelligence community is if you're not one, willing to get blackmailed, never do anything that you're not willing everyone to know. You know, basically, don't have any secrets. Don't don't like even as innocent of the secret as it is. It's not. It's not worth having. The idea of compliment and blackmail is 100% real. And if you are going to be because because everyone is as is, is fair game in the intelligence world as it is now, if you're going to be attacked, try to get the honeypot angle, try to get the the you know, the the uh, the bribe and, and all that kind of stuff, because that's it's you can see who's taken that and who's done like, you know, who's accepted the easy way out of it versus, you know, who's been absolutely ground and down and destroyed and eventually assassinated. And like for me, I've lost the YouTube channel with over 600 videos. I'm completely shadow banned, lost Instagram at over 3,000 followers. TikTok, um, I have accounts on TikTok that are still there. I can't access TikTok anymore and the app on any of my devices. They know my IP address and they just don't let me. Uh, I'm completely back, basically blocked from TikTok Uh, that are currently having a billion views to them. There are videos I posted back then that now currently have a billion plus views, UFO evidence, etc., and, and, you know, politics, memes, um, completely banned on Facebook, completely banned, uh, you know, a shadow banned on Twitter, even though I almost have 10,000 followers on Twitter, uh, X or whatever they want to call it now. And it's 100% because I don't censor myself, I tell it like it is, and, um, you know, resoundingly with a lot of accuracy resoundingly with a lot of vindication and with a lot of confidence because I don't follow the trends. I don't follow anyone else's opinion. I'm completely self-educated, but I use my own experience. So I know from living it what's up and having seen it. And whether you want to believe me or not, it's the writings on the wall. I've been calling this shit about, you know, the, the Middle East and about Russia and the Ukraine. After having my own experience and everything with it since 2010, you know, and that's when I got into it and it was even 10 years old, then I'm not saying I'm, I'm this like, you know, uh salty as fuck guy who's been like, I you know it's like, I'm only 36 right now. So my history with it comes from basically being born in America, knowing about the news, always seeing it happen. And then eventually, and, and this is remember, this is not nothing to do with metaphysics or anything but going through the military lifestyle um uh, i went to texas a&m university which has the corps of cadets uh it's absolutely uh, the cold war reliquary of you know being born in the cold war and then surviving through the 90s and then uh basically being mk altered and psychologically geared to attacking uh islam and islamic fighters and seeing them as the enemy right which now i absolutely know is is completely um agenda driven and and Zionist occupied driven, etc. And, et cetera, and
0: dude, I mean I think it goes back even further than that. I mean, because there's evidence to show that like the Catholic Church, like the Pope, basically invented Islam as this yeah. existential threat, this ex- existential like enemy to like keep uh like the Holy Land and this whole yeah. fight between the Christians and the and the Jews and all this like it, it's it goes yeah it's, it goes so far back and it's well, see, it's absolutely
1: uh, wild man. Well, see the history and it's not even like I want to get too too much into the history of that, but like the history of, or the nature of Islam is completely lied about yeah. and exploited and like uh like the, what we know in the West and what they've told us specifically in America is completely inaccurate. They hold Jesus Christ, they call him Isa, and it's Isa ibn Maryam, and they hold him as the Messiah. They hold him as literally the son of God who resurrected, completely, one hundred percent. And they hold they hold also sacred the books of Moses, and they actually do uh, peacefully coexist with rabbinical and Torah Judaism, right? Torah based Judaism. It's when the Babylonian Talmud, the Khazarian mafia, and these uh, synagogue of Satan type Pharisees. And this is this is way back. This is the Babylonian days when Daniel, Book of Daniel and stuff like that, when they basically hijacked the Ari- the the Aryan Israeli uh, understanding of these terms And they rewrote the Old Testament And they included a lot Brother, of language, We should
0: right? do an episode yeah. Exclusively on this in the future I know we have another agenda We want to get to but man this is like yeah. The most fascinating stuff to
1: it, exa- it's When it comes to it It's not like it's own religion It's not it's own thing it is Christianity It is Middle Eastern uh, Orientalism And Christianity and a, like uh, Both Christians in Rome And uh, Muslims in the Middle East, went through iconoclasm, which is the destruction of old pagan idols. They were both like, geared towards the same conversions. So basically, you're right. Islam is Catholicism in the Middle East and in North Africa by the locals there. And Muhammad was a red-haired Aryan Irishman who was married to a red-haired Italian yeah. or French uh, Catholic. I- and no, 100 percent. And so the idea that over time it evolves now So when we see it, Christians are like, oh, no, you're, an, you're you worship the Antichrist. You're the devil. Or basically, you worship Satan. Uh, you're Islamic. That's not Christianity. That to get to that outcome is 100 years of Zionist propaganda and the creation of the Christian, what they call denomination uh, uh, dominionism, yeah, dominionism, which is basically Christian supremacy. But it's like Zionist uh, like Christian identityism. It's like you have Texans, for example, who are Baptist, Southern Baptist, Christian Protestants, who wave Israeli flags and believe that Israel should kill everybody in Palestine. And it, it's like, because it's the Holy Land. That it's a death in. cult, man. It's but, an absolute but- death cult. But the Christians, yeah, but but the, the Christians think that Israel is the ally of Christianity and Israel, uh, you know Judaism, this this form of Judaism oh. that, that created Israel Zionism is 100% a uh, supremacist racist state and they believe Christians should be killed. They believe that Christ didn't wasn't the Messiah. If you read the Talmud, Christ was this uh, wizard who's now burning in hell in his own excrement. And that, that's like the, the Babylonian Talmud, the Khazarians who created Israel, like say Netanyahu, people who profess that, they all yeah. actively hate Jesus Christ and Christian. Yeah, and the if majority of Israel, um, they stay on the cross, they, they do things like attack Christian nuns and stuff like that. And you're like, oh.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, you can see videos. Like I saw one just the other night. It was like these like Asian, I think they were like from Indonesia, uh, Christians that were like on a pilgrim, like on a pilgrim um, type of journey uh, to the Holy Land, and they're carrying a cross. And you see these uh, these Jews with the little curls down the thing down there, and they just start spitting on them. They start spitting on these Christians, and and you hear things out of their mouths like spitting on Christians is a Jewish tradition, you know, and things like that. And so, like what what people also don't realize is that majority of so-called rabbis today in judaism are basically i mean i mean i, I wouldn't even say they're they're intellectually at least the descendants of pharisees because i wouldn't even say uh, genetically they are uh, <laughs> descendants in any
1: ways to you, you can uh, the get
0: actual
1: and, people yeah, of palatine yeah, don't even be afraid, and we shouldn't even censor ourselves. There's yeah. ample evidence. It's not controversial. This is the truth. It's publicized in their own publications. It's, um, I went undercover, and I, I, that's because I, that's how I roll. I learn as much as I can. Know your enemy, and I, it's, it's not that the they're the enemy because of who they are, but it's true and one hundred percent. Like if you read John eight four four on in in the KGV, you know a book a New Testament. Jews are the children of Satan and you're wondering why that exists it's because this has always been this, this issue in the city of Jerusalem which is very important for a lot of real reasons enough for God to send his own son there and say like you know this whole thing but the fact that, that that's an issue but they have the Christians hating the Muslims for no reason but this imaginary uh, threat which is that they will kill christians and they hate christians and they hate jesus and that they hate they cannot coexist christians right like you, you should you should live with the jews in israel and not all jews like i guess the talmudic jews the uh rabbinical jews the uh Hasidic jews if you watch videos too you can just go on uh bit or rumble or um, and, and watch these videos on any uncensored news outlet of israeli police getting into disputes, abusing, uh, assaulting uh, orthodox Jews in Israel. Yeah. That they were considered a minority who was against the COVID vaccinations. They were against the LGBT reformations. And that what you're seeing is a very complex issue. Like you said, the Pharisees which says if you read the new Testament is exactly the confusing backstory you get where there is this ruling party of King Herod who are Edomites and they are not true Jerusalem natives or Israelis or even tribes of, of Judah or any Judeans. They are a foreign, uh, literally a foreign, uh, colonizer people who came and started living there as they said it was their own and they burned the scrolls of lineage and they tried to change and reform the old ways and they basically were only in name only right like that they were this ruling family and that was the whole idea of uh, kicking uh, tipping over the tables in the in the third second or the second temple and what they're trying to do is build the third temple the whole thing is to try to create the third temple in the name of this false mashiach which is a secular mashiach the catholic church is guilty of subscribing to this as well as the saudi arabians although the new king of saudi arabia the new the new prince that's the king of saudi arabia is pretty based and he's like trying to get away from it but the wheels are already kind of geared towards it like they're trying to build it in yemen uh because they because the discoveries of say riot uh, ron wyatt uh, Ron Wyatt positions a lot of the book of Exodus to have occurred uh, more in Saudi Arabia and Yemen rather than the the crescent of the Mediterranean. So they kind of just did like a big circle around the Red Sea. Um, but they, they found like, you know, a lot of the, 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 the rock of Aaron when Aaron cut the rock in half and like a lot of these these monuments down there. Um, but like they want to build the third temple to this new location which is why they caused the war in Yemen and were very, very uh, committed, even though they lost, eventually they were completely defeated by the Houthi rebels in destroying, literally committing this genocide against the Houthi rebels because of the locations importance towards this plan of creating this new third temple. What's happening you know, now? Man, there is market.
0: something I, I need to reread that book. um, um David, i came out with a book i want to say it was like maybe 2 years ago but he talked about like um how the zionist and the wahhabis like the Wahad, uh that that type of uh of islam were like working hand in hand to do all of this crazy shit and this is all just just an elaborate plan um and maybe i'm maybe i'll talk to cuz we have uh we have david coming back on in I think in November. Um, and so maybe, I maybe I'll discuss that a little bit more with him. Uh, no, that, was very
1: fascinating that you actually had David Icke on the show as your first guest. That was also really cool. Um, Yeah. No, I'm saying like that. That's just really fucking awesome that you can have it here that you can talk to him and stuff. You know, he's, he's actually right on the money in a lot of things and, you know, for what it's worth, you're 100% correct. in, in repeating that, that Wahhabis well, hobbies and ice. Is. The Wahhabi state is completely artificial. It was 100% facilitated by the SAS and the CIA, the MI6, um, as well as Mossad and an Israeli Israeli secret intelligence service, otherwise known as ISIS. And ISIS uh, is actually a common – such a common name in the intelligence community that it's the secret agency that Archer belongs to in popular culture he archer was the agent of isis it's one of those things that it's just so cliched it's an acronym and it, it's just always used in these esp- espionage intelligence services and uh, i can get and into it isis
0: also more. being uh the name of like a mother of heaven and yep. also like interchangeable with mary you know it, in it, some places and
1: yeah, a lot of it is because they have to reveal themselves in the symbolism. They have to basically make it so obvious. And this was the Egyptian Ptolemaic, but then that's what the Israel uh, Zionists actually believe in. They're the people who worship Malik and other the people who worship Baal. And remember, I, Israel is Isis, Ra, and El. Israel, which is because they're Pharisees, they're from, they're from Moses, who is Egyptian in education. And even though, and even then, they are not the, the Canaanites who existed there were serpent worshipers. And, those and, it, are the and Israel,
0: too, like in their book, it means to struggle against
1: God. Struggle against God. Yeah. Well, even yeah. then, like you look at the Old Testament, they don't even, that's, that's the whole history of the Old Testament is their apostate and rebellious nature, which leads them into uh, punishments and disasters based on their own, uh, like, intentional rebellion against the laws of moses and which were handed directly to man from god in mount sinai and so like jesus even says you hold the, the books of moses sacred but you don't even you don't even respect the books of moses like how can you like you say like oh well it's not kosher to to eat you know without washing your hands but you don't even respect the books of moses you pick and choose laws that make you seem holier than thou but the whole idea of uh the israel well, not tribe, to like Long. really
0: shit on christians right now but I, I love this here too where like because i you know they're right and wrong in so many different places but like what you're talking about picking and choosing and stuff the way that they will attract they it will attack things like homosexuality uh like the modern evangelical church but then at the same time they're just like well if i want to get divorced I'm, I'm gonna get divorced and and uh you know or things like well they'll talk about like hey you can't swear you can't say curse words but then at the same time where do you see them on sunday they're like at a buffet and they're like 300 pounds and they're not going to talk about gluttony a gluttony bean is it? like it's just like that whole uh don't like don't look at the speck in your neighbor's eye when you have hey, your, own. Um, yeah, like, the most,
1: your own yeah yeah, <laughs> your yeah. Own. It, it, it's exactly that just the idea that um uh, of Jesus Christ, uh just what he says is so watered down and written by Kabbalists and written by occultists itself that anyone, like, this is not even a, um, uh I'm saying, like, this is all I, I i believe in spiritually, and this is all it is. I'm just saying, like, this is what it says directly in when you talk about the nation of Pharisees. They're foreign, foreign. occupiers. They're foreign, foreign. occupiers, like the people of Israel are foreigners. They're mostly Europeans, mostly Ukrainians, mostly people of Eastern Europeans descent who were either forced out due to the events of world war ii which was the massive anti-semitism that rose up in europe because they were doing the same shit over there they were causing a lot yeah, of social disintegration they were causing we're gonna get
0: some shit public. for saying this and uh, we are on youtube right now and i don't give a shit
1: um uh, <laughs> <I, I, laughs> we'll, I, do, we'll
0: I, talk about like uh, they were kicked out of how many countries 119 countries or something
1: like that that could be over history and that's the thing like i'm not i'm not going back into the crusades but if you actually wanted to go back into the crusades this is where it all started and like uh this has very little to do with what we wanted to talk about war but yeah i guess this is what we're talking about now is that the Khazarian mafia is a lot of why this this bullshit exists? Because the Khazarians were from the Canaanites, who eventually they were not the Phoenicians. They were not the Phoenicians or the Westerners or the Amaru or the people of Israel or the uh, the people who showed up with Moses from Egypt. They were a pre-existing native tribe known as the Phoenicians. They were known as uh, the the, uh, the uh, Philistines or the Judeans, uh, specifically the Judeans. They were in the Judea Valley. What? Why we get the name Jews? Because they were Judeans and Judah was how they were shorthanded. They would just call themselves a the Judah. And that's where like the book of Esther is written. Because there was this, because okay, so the whole Old Testament, remember, we didn't have anything that survives past what the modern people who control this Khazarian Mafia have told us are the histories of their own people. But putting this together, we know that after the events of Daniel, at one point, Jerusalem was founded from Moses and hit that Exodus. But then Jerusalem fell. It was completely conquered after uh, Israel conquered Judea through intermarriage and through a lot of Game of Thrones type shit. Um, like a lot of like the King David, Saul drama. You know, there's a lot of like, oh, there's an evil, like cursed king and he's like jealous of the new lion. And a lot, like I say, like God of Game of Thrones type classic stuff of how to form And so it's a kingdom history. It has nothing really to do metaphysically. There's no – like people think the Bible is about stories of God. It, it's a canonical history of a tribe. And after Jerusalem fell, they were all put into slavery in Babylon. So I was like the whole like Old Testament in like five minutes. All of them put into slavery in Babylon except for the Israelites that fled north and they became the Europeans. They became the uh, basically the Vikings, the Germanic tribes, the Goths the the Dan the Dan the tribe of Dan um, you know whole history know. That over that everyone yeah. knows that by now everyone knows that oh Denmark all that kind of stuff like the Vikings it's it's too Viking you know and all these different peoples but uh, from Israel from that's where the Israelians they all went the red haired Aryans from Ireland and stuff like that you know and stuff um they all went yeah. north after the Babylonians who were the Persians who were this this Indo-Aryan group um, themselves invaded and took over uh the, the country of judea the, the lower kingdom of judea and they destroyed jerusalem they took it over for themselves uh destroyed the first temple right took the ark of the covenant locked it right basically like hit it um that's the whole thing that's the whole ark of the covenant saga uh but then daniel uh survived long enough to see that the people are released and after like 70 years the people are released but they didn't they didn't like see they didn't they didn't really change their ways. They were more Babylonian at the time. They had fully assimilated into the Babylonian church. They were called Deans. Yeah. They even say Daniel was raised basically about by, by wizards of the Babylonian court to be a wizard, to be a, a soothsayer yeah. and stuff. So even while he was, yeah. there were like four people who did. And those four people are mentioned by name. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, there's only like 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 a handful of people who even like remembered what the old world was, like the old kingdoms and the old tribes. And they became the second temple. And the second temple was so corrupt that's the the prophecy when Jesus had to come back. And, I
0: mean, even it. think about the first temple being built by Solomon and being built by demons and him controlling it through the ring. You know, this exactly. like and and people don't even like like how far that goes back where you're talking about like wizards and things. I I think about that story with Moses and like the old stories with Moses where he is uh, confronting Pharaoh and he's uh, being confronted by his, his wizards. Right. And so they, they all do these same tricks where he like casts his, his staff down and it becomes a snake and they go, huh? And they do the same thing. And then he does this other thing and they do the same thing, you know, and they do this, It it is, it's all talking about this ancient world, and they're talking about these ancient powers. They're talking about those ancient religions. They're talking about, yeah, this sorcery um, that was just commonplace.
1: And, and this idea of snake worship and serpent worship, which is repeated in the Exodus multiple times, the snakes come to copper serpents, and Aaron picks them up on the rod, and they say, bow to the serpent, which represents which will represent the slain Messiah. Okay. And it, it, it's basically the Aaron's rod. It forms on the crucifix. That's a whole thing. It, it's, it's not my symbology. You can just look it up. It's esoteric. Yeah, it's Gnostic, but it's actually Old Testamentic, and it's Hebrew. And that's well, what and I then,
0: was, then the bird oh, eating the snake, right? And, and that was the conversion and takeover. That that whole symbolism of like the eagle eating the yeah. snake, and the whole symbolism of the Catholic Church being that eagle, that fasci, that fasci, that whole fascist symbol of the eagle, and them kicking the snakes out of. Uh, of Ireland, right? That whole like that whole idea—the
1: yeah, war of the between state. serpent cults in the, in the, in the and the and the and the Israeli eagle Israel. cults, yeah. yeah. The the Hebrews, the sun worshipers who worshipped eagles, helios, because they flew high, and then you have the owl cults and you have spider cults. It's like there's it's not a binary where there's only two. And yes, in this case, in the Old Testament's case, yeah, there was only two really. And and when you think of it, it's a very limited scope. But yeah, we know that there is a multipolarities of these different. Uh, basically these totems that represent like the 12 tribes of israel there's 12 tribes many people can't count them many people can't say them out loud and what they are uh, apparently uh mexicans are the tribe of issachar 100 percent. just google that tribe of issachar you'll pull up a lot of aztec and mayan iconography and people who are like jehovah's witnesses in mexico who just basically say that they're the tribe of israel like hebrews and they came over on arcs and then you got the mormons who think that jesus christ came to just america and did the whole thing of saving the world and salvation in and America, then, dude, in You America.
0: have the you have the Church of England, and you have the British that say that they are also the real Jews, and they'll tell you that they're also like the royal family will tell you that they're related to Muhammad.
1: Uh, no, and that's what that's what well, basically to draw this all full circle. The whole reason we were talking about the Old Testament is yeah, that's the one hundred percent. Is that when you break it down, it's all a continuation of this thing. But there is one impostor element, and that begins in the Khazarian uh, Ukrainian steeps with this tribe of Judea that was Canaanite, that was originally Canaanite. And if you look in the Old Testament, there's a lot of like schizophrenic uh, type of uh, verses because they they like you can't really understand why God is at war with Canaanites. And at the same time, Canaanites are basically in bed with the Israelis and all that. And because it's the idea of they're not Hebrews, they're they're this thing called Jews. They're not Hebrews of Moses. Moses and the 400 years of Goshen and the tribes of Egypt and let my people go, who are the chosen people by Yahweh and all that, the Yeshima, That's Hebrew. And those people are put into diaspora. They're put into diaspora. They belong in a nation only of faith a nation only of cultural identity, of not a border and our governments, our armies. And that's why um, you see a divide now, a modern divide. And for years, there was no Israel. There was just a Palestine. And for years, the Rothschild and Zionists who were this type of Khazarian fake imposter, banker, banker uh, typically banker class, typically uh, if you look in say the Spanish empire, they were 100% the bankers and the lawyers and when the spanish empire had enough of their uh, extortions and their corruptions kicked them all out and that's what they say collapsed the spanish empires because they didn't have uh they were just basically trading full gold bars for like horse saddles like they didn't have like the subtlety of debt and things like that uh but they really didn't what what knocked out the spanish empire was just entropy and time they lasted for like 600 700 years. Teddy Roosevelt fought them. And that, that was yeah. they, they, Cuba. That's what I'm saying. Like at some point, man, you just gotta call it a day. Like, how long of it? Like, do you think America in six hundred years is gonna fucking matter? No, it's not it's gonna be like the Spanish Empire. It's gonna be guys who wave flags and they have no can like no loyalty to. And if they were actually under gunfire would just abandoned ship. Because it's like a 600 year old thing, like exactly like it's just it over time. That's what happened to Rome. Over time, you lose the motivation to keep going and you just become something else. You evolve. Technologies change, politics change, people change. Um, and and really, not the more it changes, the more it stays the same. The Spanish, British, the Spanish,
0: I got a question for you, brother. So it, it seems like there is. So where I get confused with this whole thing and like, man, I I have my own theories and I try to go deep in this. But like, so it seems like there is the majority of, I, I guess you would call Abrahamic religions, call this specific area very vitally important. Right. And so then you have this group that uh, I don't even know what to call them. Are they Jews? Are they uh, Hebrews are they Palestinians Are they, there was like there was A group of chosen people that was uh, Maybe there and then uh, Where do How and where and Why so the Kazarians Somehow get involved and how did They accumulate so much power Because well, they are from this Area they're, they're from this area That is um, uh, That is very near They're these tribal folks that are by uh, the, um, man, uh, the Kievan Rus, right. The Kievan Rus are these Vikings that came over and took over this, uh, chunk of land that is now in, um, where Ukraine is. Uh, but there was also a tribe called the Kazarians, uh, that were very powerful. And, um, so how, how, and where, how do they choose Judaism? How, like, why do they choose Judaism? How do they make this like cultural, like, How do they become so damn powerful, too? That's so fascinating to me. This this tribe of like barbarians, basically the Khazarians, that have uh, have just really just um, consolidated so much power.
1: Good, good question. And uh, the good point of that question, you said you kind of answered it itself. Is that they're they're one, they're uncouth nature. And the reality of basically being a nomadic, stateless society affords them their survival, and it always has. Uh, the Khazarians, like you said, the Kiev Rus, which were like basically your steep uh, type of, you know, Scythians and your horsemen, these big rough armies of the Horde. They called them like Attila the Hun, like the Horde. These basically Thracians, Dacians, Arminians... Uh, all these people who basically lived in in just li- like, you know, the open grass fields and they were fighters. They were fierce The Khazarians were the people who ruled them with intelligence, with organization, with uh, astronomy, with knowing about crop cycles. They, they are the ones who kept the books literally as cliche as that sounds. They're the ones who just read and, and wrote everything down and kept family history. And that's extremely important to a society. And something
0: that I've heard specifically about the Kazarians as well is that they were dual. They were adopters of culture. So like when they would meet a more powerful um, culture, they would like kind of pick and choose and they would adopt that and make that part of their culture. They would take things. It was like this group. um, Sorry, go for it.
1: Oh, they've been enslaved already in their history. They've been enslaved. Their cities have been ravaged and destroyed. By this time, Rome has already destroyed Jerusalem. They've already tried the rebellion and lost it. They don't have that capital city, but they have the dream of going back. And yeah, they forced themselves up north where Anatolia is above that because of all the other pre-existing tribes. But to survive how they became so powerful, uh, it starts with the desperation at their lowest point, right at the lowest point. Uh, well, people forget that there is a lot more to history than what they tell you, ABC. So there's this whole phenomenon of Lithuania and Poland who were pagans, who were pagan Vikings. Like you said, the Kiev Rus, uh, and they were basically – they had this huge empire, most of all of Europe, from Baltic Ocean all the way to the Black Sea. And then when the Vikings started to Christianize on the in the and in the European area in the north, they started becoming Christians and actually Muslims. Vikings have rings dating back to the 800 AD where it says Allah inscribed and they try to say um, oh it's trading they were merchants watch uh, 13th warrior they were completely on board with that shit the Muslims them to Christianity because they were the ones who were telling them that Christians are warriors warriors monotheism is about warriors about being Abraham is about fighting evil and the Vikings were like all so that so you have this threat from Europe right. Coming down and pushing into this big pagan empire. The pagans themselves are killing each other. Like they have this, and it lasts for like 500 years in its own right. The Catholics are sending nine armies into Transylvania, into Bohemia. The Transylvania thing is going on. The Turks are coming from the south. The Muslims are coming from the south. uh, And the Arabic, and and, uh, they're kicking a lot of ass. You know, that's when you have the, the Dracula stories. That's when you have the Dracula type events. Uh, And I have two things to say about this. Let me get through the Dracula thing. That's when he converted to Christianity is because he was taken and kidnapped by Muslims. And that was when he basically became like, you know, we're going to fight Muslims, but we have to convert to Christianity. But they were completely Satanists. They were completely black magic, Khazarian, And and the reason why they're so powerful, their barbaric nature and their uh, ancient Pagan blood ritual sacrifices Provides them a lot of terror. They're extremely brutal people, uh, to the point that they are psychotic. A a thing with like Ashkenazis is that there's schizophrenia that runs in their DNA at a higher percentage. And, uh, I wish Thomas
0: was here right now because there's connections with schizophrenia, uh, into a carinochrome, yeah, because. Yep. Blood rituals, yes, into all of that into MK Ultra, it all connects. It's really But they
1: powerful. were going to they were going to get annihilated for these practices. These practices are what that and their sex, their sex habits, they're all incestual pedophile, pedophiles, pedophilic, they're homosexuals. I remember this is the idea when Catholics were like killing homosexuals and the Muslims, of course, they're not cool with that because of the Abrahamic thing. But the Jews are going to be killed. Like the, the Khazarians are going to be killed. They're not Hebrews, but they lie. Because Because they know
0: it was never a true conversion.
1: Well, they, 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 Arians, these Arians, yeah, they know they can convert to Christianity because the Catholics just want to convert them, the Muslims want to kill them, but they know that they can convert to Christianity and become a vessel state, a war, like you know, use their power. Uh, for what it's worth for the Catholics. And there's a lot of betrayal. There's a lot of like uh, stuff like that. Like when, Drac- when when Vlad Dracula invited the Catholic uh, bishops and he killed one of them and had him tortured to death at the next room and was eating dinner with the Catholic bishop uh, as the guy was screaming, you know, for mercy and stuff just to get his point across that, you know, this is the idea of like who's going to be. But the Catholics, uh, n- you know, eventually would integrate them, the Khazarians, into their society at first. And that's who became the banking class. These, uh, they, yeah. became, they became what they called conversos. In Spain, they call them conversos. They're Jews who converted to Catholicism. A lot of Spanish Inquisition shit was because these people were still practicing their witchcraft, their satanic. It's, it's basically Babylonian, Khazarian Judaism. And I mean that from the Valley of Judea. Everyone's so, like, oh, I can't say
0: you. People the idea also have to understand crazy. is uh, the term. So yeah. Dracula was was actually, it was something, it was a name given down. So Drac Dracula, or Drake was the dragon. And so that was actually like a term that was given to them as because um, – they were like fighters for the Christian faith. Yep. They were fighting the Muslims. And so that was like a title given to them. And Dracula means son of the dragon. So that but, he was the son of the dragon. And I it, remember
1: it, what's going on at this time, too, is when you have the conversos, these bloodthirsty, evil, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, new christians they're only christian in name only and they're the satanic army a mafia basically a, a shadow force right like a they, like basically the christian uh has gone to the dark side the knights templar get destroyed the knights templar get purged from existence because the french become so like you know basically converted by these evil wizards and the evil wizards are like yeah the knights templar the people who really save christians and like fight people in jerusalem we want jerusalem kill the Knights Templar, give us Jerusalem, and so they do, and they become literally, like the Draco, there's this whole secret society, but you know who's what's funny about all this? You ask how they get modern power, and they track it just through the lines, that's the medieval renaissance era, and then now modern era, Prince Charles can trace his DNA back, and it, you look this up, to Vlad Dracula. Yeah,
0: so, absolutely can. To the to British, David Muhammad,
1: yeah. and, and
0: to Vlad Dracula. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Both of those, which is absolutely fascinating. The supposedly British royal family were actually Germans. Yep. Uh, can trace their blood back to Dracula and to and they also like to say that they can trace their black uh, blood back to Jesus, which is yep. also fascinating.
1: The um, uh the, the French like to say that a lot. The French are totally into that. That oh yes, Mary came to France, and we we had families and ruling dynasties and shadow kings, and Charlemagne was the true Roman emperor and stuff like that. that I, so, you know, text,
0: there's something that you talked about that I wanted to uh, that I just wanted to like touch back on. You were talking about how um, there are some like Celtic and even Swedish things that have uh, like ancient, ancient, ancient thousand like fourteen hundred year old sword that has Arabic writing on it. And people go, how the fuck? And, and somebody, uh, I, I, I gotta give a shout out to Andreas Exertus. He had on Michael, man, I can't think of his name right now, but he's a fantastic, he's a British dude, uh, really good um, researcher, wrote a lot of books. Michael Smith, Michael, ah, fuck, it's good. I'll try to put it in the show notes if I remember, but I'm terrible at that. But I will attempt it. <laughs> Michael e- Michael Ewing Jr. Michael, so he he has this whole theory and he's wrote books and he has insane evidence that like basically um, like, so the religion that is now known as Judaism, Christianity, Islam, and I've talked to a lot, of, I've let some Orthodox brothers uh, that have kind of talked about this too. The history of this is like the, there was one religion and it was called The Way. So it was it was this one religion that was uh, it, before it splintered and broke into all these different things. The Orthodox Church was the Catholic Church was the Jews was the Muslims was the it was it was a group and it was called the Way. And um, you hear the language that they talk about that like was spoken um, that Jesus spoke was Aramaic, Aramaic, Arabic. It was just another dialect of Arabic. And that all of these, all of the, all, basically all of these languages were, uh, um, were Arabic. And like, it, there was one, like, uh, when people want to talk about like uh, Tartaria, when they want to talk about this ancient uh, one powerful empire, it actually was this group, or whatever it was. Uh, it was an Arabic tartarian kazarian weird group that was in charge that like so like like because if you even look at somewhere like at the time of uh like so people are gonna just yell at me because like i'm not very good at like (laughs) i'm not very good at like my thoughts i'm not very good at like verbalizing them but like at the time of napoleon do you know there was like less than 10 percent of france spoke french
1: yes uh the whole history of france the is whole, ethnic,
0: the whole yeah. history of like europe is yep. fake and That's gay me. man they're lying to us because oh. it's like you can find fucking coins in ireland that are like 1200 years old and they have they have fucking arabic on them and they say there's one true god allah and you're yes. like what the fuck is that about and they're like oh well people were just trading and you're like no Everybody was following one religion. It was called the way everyone spoke one language and it was Arabic. Like people don't want to know that, but like there's this weird fucking history that is actually being like probably hidden by the Catholic church. The Catholic church is really hiding it because man, if anybody fucking knew that like, like Arabic was maybe arithmetic Arabic, like my God, man,
1: a lot of it what people don't want to know is that, uh, like, see, and this is the thing. Like, I, it's it's a history thing, and uh, I don't want to take too much time to because I remember we were talking about we we're going to talk about military events and stuff like that going on. What's going to be projected in the future? But this is a way to explain it. But even I uh, hold to some some unorthodox views, especially about Jesus Christ. I believe Jesus Christ was actually Julius Caesar. Who went? Who actually became? Who uh, might have
0: been Muhammad?
1: Who also oh, no, might have been? I'm not saying as an avatar. I'm saying like in in timeline wise.
0: Yeah. Jude no, I a, agree with you, dude. Uh, I'm saying the same thing. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, and even <laughs> the might oh, have I, different I views, but yeah, no, I agree no, with you, dude. You're right. There's some. There's some, okay. So well, the idea of like what happened was uh, there's a thing called apotheosis and apotheosis is this type of Egyptian magic and it, it happens in gaza or at least in, in the valley of the king in some Lex, luxor somewhere right in egypt and uh alexander the great said, this is ancient history and like this is not my specialist specialization i really uh you know i don't mind if someone historian goes and proves me wrong or whatever because the idea that history itself is fake and gay and stuff so like i said i have some professor a history professor who's going to idea them of them history
0: how is yeah. he going to prove you wrong by another book that somebody else wrote People that wrote, exactly. words that somebody else said a thousand yeah. years ago that we have to believe because the Catholic church said like, to me, history, like I listen to the news right now and the narrative they're telling me is a lie. I yeah. know for a fact that they're telling me that January 6th was this great insurrection that Holy shit is worse than nine 11 that all the, and then, All I know is it is actually a bunch of hillbillies that maybe showed up, but mostly it was led by feds that were kind of led inside of there. And then there was also like cops that were like, Hey, stay in the velvet lines. Hey, I'll open the door for you. In fact, here's the key. I have it in my pocket. I'll unlock it. Here you go. And there, you know, it's fucking silly, but like the narrative that we're going to hear is that it was this wild thing. So if you have kids in school and like 10 years from now, that's what they're gonna be taught. That's what they're gonna be taught is history. History. Oh, yeah. You know, it's a oh, fucking story, that. it's a narrative, and it's always been written by the victors, it's always been written by the people that are in charge. And holy shit. Yeah. So was- the yeah. idea that somebody's gonna prove you wrong, okay, buddy.
1: <laughs> we're all entitled to our own opinion. It's american that's exactly. what makes america great and that's the thing where we're all like coming to these conclusions and i think a lot of them have more in common than otherwise but there is a theory that i've heard and i have hold to it like it's a, a process that happened in egypt and it happened with a lot of the pharaohs and stuff but like what happened is jesus christ uh who was julius caesar before jesus christ uh remember jesus christ just means jesus the Anointed. And so that and that whole name too, and the whole idea of like, there's so much mystery in his and background. Vista, that whole idea
0: of yeah, Krishna, well, that, that whole well, idea of like Christ is actually maybe a Krishna conscious,
1: yeah, a consciousness, like a, a, a type consciousness, of, of but also
0: like a uh, Christ is like a, it's like a title given. And so there's been numerous yeah. Christs, but there maybe Jesus has been the only Jesus, but he was Jesus Christ. And that there well, was multiple Christs, but he was Jesus. Uh, anyway, we, we can go down a million rabbit holes. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I,
1: saying, I remember the whole <laughs> the whole Bible, uh, the, what we call the King James Version of the Bible, was written by these Khazarian Freemasons, Protestants, who were basically They even admit that there were several converted Jews who did the translation of the ancient Greek and here Herama- and while I say like Oh this is the most accurate translation King James King James was a Catholic uh, Or crypto Catholic he was A homosexual he was in the Freemasons He he had all the names of Jehovah and the true names Of God changed to Lord uh, Because he was the Lord uh, King Of England and so he had the whole thing Rewritten with uh, Kabbalistic numerology so if you Read a King James version or especially the- also also the- don't
0: know he wrote a Roman fucking book About demons he wrote yeah. them first yeah. like crazy book like this guy that we think is like oh he's fucking king james yeah. and he yeah. wrote this bible and we need to fucking take this as the word of god and this is the most important yeah. book and this is the only version that you're supposed to listen to and you're like okay he also wrote a book about demonology should we uh, what no, should he- we do with that
1: Oh, no, he's, he's absolutely like King Solomon level weird when you actually think about like the stuff goes hand in hand. That's the whole Christian uh, universe. But the whole Christian universe has this Khazarian influence, which like King Solomon, their whole history is dealing with demons, like the Jinn, the Goetia, the fallen angels. That's who they're loyal to, and that's where their expertise comes from. You asked where they get power from, right? And to answer that question, I can tie it in with three or with two basic unique figures. John D., who controlled the Queen Queen Elizabeth and the whole idea of this British, the uh, British Empire. the whole British Empire was the brainchild of John D, who was channeling these basically Enochian or angel languages. Uh, that's all Khazarian practice, that's all the Chaldean, that's all that Babylonian stuff in England, right? So you have Babylon again risen in London, Babylon, right? You have this, this is completely and the second modern person begins like you said in napoleon yeah. begins in waterloo begins with the rothschilds and the rothschilds bring the money and remember and this is the thing that people don't know if you want to read a book about it robert sepper 1666 redemption through sin the frankian Sabbatists. there were rabbis in 1666 who professed to be the second coming of the antichrist and who said that their teachings were 100 the opposite of christ and they were so popular that they were given basically carte blanche control of entire kingdoms and families. Women. This is like where uh, spiritually, like Rasputin shit and shit comes from. These like hypersexual, one hundred percent hedonistic, like satan, like literally satan, like just like in America, yeah. these satanic witch uh, warlocks and stuff have complete control over the upper elite societies. Rothschild being a banker and also a Khazarian Jew famously created Israel with British backing and complete the British control of the empire. It, it, Rothschild has said in a video, my family created uh, Israel. Look at the letterwork. There are British explorers and, and, and colonists and colonial leaders saying, oh yeah, there's Palestine. It's perfect for the Zionist cause. But this isn't alone. This doesn't happen in a vacuum. Rothschild and his Khazarians in Europe are not just rubbing their hands together and thinking about all the shekels they're going to make. Albert Pike, the Freemasonic leader, and from Alabama, from Alabama fucking bama. Remember Alabama, <laughs> brilliant mind. He read the Zohar, was a Kabbalistic, uh, Tal- Babylonian Talmudist. But he lived in fucking Alabama, and he was one hundred percent why America is the reason why it is today is completely controlled by Freemasonry. Yet he, he was the Grand Master of the Scottish Rite Freemasons, which Scottish Rite, King James, one hundred percent. He was writing about World War III happening involving the Zionists and the Muslims, the Islamic world, to create the new world order that would arise of Luciferians. And those Luciferians would be controlled by the Freemasons, who are Luciferians, who are the ruling Luciferian-type society. And even in them, there's divisions and stuff like that, but the idea of the Catholic Church now – these Khazarians, all Luciferians. How they're so powerful? Where they get their money? Rothschild, the British Empire, the history of the Western world and colonialism. You uh, people don't even think about it. That when 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 the British were exploiting Africa and and yeah. or the Boer War, when the Boer War was going on, that a hundred years later this would be replicated in Gaza with Israel by the British controlled avatar you talk about avatars you talk about this idea between religious figures States and nations have avatars yeah. and that's the reason why I think that the Catholic like you said going back to like the idea of Jesus Christ being Julius Caesar uh, suffering that's- through is why there's the Holy Roman Empire. It's because that there is no coincidence that Jesus Christ lived during the same time Julius Caesar did, and Julius Caesar professed himself a god on earth as Julius as Jesus Christ professed himself the son of God. They are one and the same. Julius Caesar just went to Jerusalem because the biggest problem was the Jewish Khazarian cult that had a power headquarters in Jerusalem, and he knew that they would want they would kill him. They would, they would murder him for, for what he was doing, which was destroying any legacy of legitimacy this imposter cult had because he had the ability to resurrect himself due to this not only divine birth and mandate, but also the Egyptian magic, which is the same Egyptian magic that Moses had and the Egyptian sorcerers also had, by the way, that, they, that apparently was learnable in the high court. And they were throwing and transmuting staffs into sn- serpents and snakes. They were giving life and animation to inanimate objects. They could easily raise themselves from the dead. Jesus Christ back in the New Testament is telling his disciples how to raise the dead and sen- and how to heal the sick and sending them forth and being like, yeah, just do it. Like, yeah, I, 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 you, you are loyal to me. I'll give you the secret. Go forth. And, and and many of the miracles that are even attributed to Jesus Christ are erroneously attributed. They're actually his apostles and his disciples who went forth and healed the blind and the main and stuff. It's that that's the kind of stuff they want to cover up. It's this idea of this this actual living magic, this living magic. That well, is- you're
0: right because they'll say that. Um- and, and I actually, because I come from a, a religious background, I come from a Christian background, they'll say they, that uh, these things are done in his name, right? Exactly. And so they'll, and, and they'll say, and then uh, a quote attributed to Jesus was something like, these miracles that you've seen me do, you will do even mightier miracles, and you will yeah. do it in
1: my name. Exactly. Well, the uh, yeah, the idea of it uh, being completely endorsed, one hundred percent, and Christians know this. Uh, being a Southern Texan, being a completely a, like is said, a Baptist and all that? Be healed, laid hands. You know the idea of of Christianity, true Christianity is a living, organic dynamism. It is uh, way weirder and more physically incarnated than just people reading and being like, "Oh, this verse says this." Oh, well, you this know this
0: wild? Text this. is I've seen miracles done in the
1: name of Jesus. Yes, one hundred percent. Now I I, I am Man. a believer in Jesus Christ on a fundamental level, which is also why. Um, I am pursuing, researching, and, and and converting into Islam because even after knowing that Islam is controlled by us, everything is. It's 100% more controlled, but they at least adhere to the idea of faith and that above all, God is great, and through God, the miracles occur. Christians, well, by its heart, do not apply Jesus or miracles. The Catholic they Church do is not brother. Now it's here's like, the thing: I'm not saying that they're enemies. No, that's the thing. Like the idea of Muslims being like, and because of that, all Christian. No, we're friends. Like there are pictures I post on Instagram of Palestinian Hezbollah, Or Lebanon Lebanese Hezbollah fighters saluting and setting up pictures of the Virgin Mary of Jesus Christ,
0: brother. That, what that's what I brother. was going to say. Is that like yeah. I don't think you have to convert to Islam. Like it's me because where I'm at, I'll I'll just tell you where I'm at. Um, personally in my own spiritual journey is because I w- I grew up very uh, very very Protestant Christian I was I was actually the opposite of a Baptist I was a I was a um, man what do you call that I was a Pentecostal I grew up as a Pentecostal I grew up in these like uh, in these like tent revivals you know I, I was my mom taught me to cast out demons from the time I could walk basically. Um, and we were praying in tongues. And a- actually, tonight I probably have to start writing my sermon because I-, I I actually am going to be preaching at a church here pretty soon. Uh, uh, but I tell you that uh, to me, I call myself a Christ follower at this point. I don't. I don't. I don't. I try to say that I don't uh, agree with churchianity. so I stay out of the whole idea of. Whatever Rome says, whatever the Vatican says, not even necessarily what any particular church says, I have my I have my heart uh, with what I, you know, what I what I find as the creator. So, like, I think that you can absolutely find that in a Muslim church. I think you could find that in a Catholic church. I think you could find that at an evangelical church. I think you find that in the Southern Baptist Church. You just have to find that faith. You have to find that connection with the Godhead which is inside you which is Jesus Christ that is that part of the Holy Spirit right that he yeah. like the whole idea of the Holy Spirit is like hey I I have to go away I have to go to the Father right now but I'm leaving a piece of myself in every single one of you that that's well, that okay. is the Godhead inside of you that Holy Spirit which mm-hmm. is that whole idea so to me like those miracles in Jesus name, like you you could i guess a muslim could do it i i assume it would be hard for a jew to do it because they don't take jesus because, as the messiah yeah. as the christ
1: and you see that, that there is more com- even though that there's programming and there's a lot of fear just to the name of it 100% if you actually look at it there's no difference between muslims and, and christianity it's in fact not even the, the spirit of Christ, it's the God existent in the universe that still lives, the one true living God, the monotheistic God, Allah, God. Jehovah. Uh, sometimes you call him God, the, the idea that just gets God. It's Adonai, it's the Lord, it's the Shekinah glory of God, if you want to use the Southern Baptist way of saying, talking about the, 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 the Shekinah glory, right? Uh, Yeshima is what the Torah. Brother, did you grow
0: up in the Southern Baptist church? Is that is that your background?
1: No, I'm just a, a very, very educated uh, person when it comes to this. And I I don't see that the, the idea of hostility closes one's mind, but a mind is like a parachute. It only works if it's open. And even though um, I stand before you today and talk about this, this is not the only road I've traveled. And I've traveled even very darker roads in my days as a traveler. The idea, though, is that I'm a Same. cosmopolitan. I'm a man of... Like and this is nothing. I I feel like this is so like out there and extraordinary, and now edgy, but it's not trying to be. It's actually very classical. It's very twentieth century. It's very actually nineteenth century. And if you think about things like the greatest intellectuals, the greatest occultists were like Europeans who, but they also studied the Rigvedas. They studied uh, the, the the you know the the uh, uh, Rumi's. Uh, you know, uh, the, the Zohar, they studied uh, Talmudism, they studied occultism, Kabbalahism, they studied all this, but uh, not necessarily like saying that this is all good. Obviously, I'm 100% I have found my enemies in the occult tradition. That's Talmudism and Satanism, and uh, you know, this extreme idea of like Odinism and neo paganism, but I have read them. I have read them and watched their literature, and watched their propaganda films, and watched their ways. I have studied them from all angles. I have worn, like, say, with with uh, Judaism. Um, I I studied Hebrewism. I studied the whole idea of like uh, the 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 Rev uh, the uh, era, and uh, you know, as I said this is not something I want to talk about in this episode, but one hundred percent, like communism and capitalism. You can't just say all I want to yeah. hear is one and exclude the other and because this is what they want you to think. One can't exist the without the other, well, which no, is so not, fascinating the, uh, to me because
0: they exist in these – because the whole idea of like, well, what capitalism is now
1: well, um, not cannot different.
0: exist with what – without the idea of communism. I and mean, communism can't exist without the existence of capitalism.
1: Well, they're not different, and see that's the thing. Like once you start looking at it from different angles, and I'm not saying like, oh, um, I, I'm so I'm so clever, but this is one of the things. Like when you actually look at the, what the knowledge is there, and why I say having an open mind is the most important thing is because you're going to get through the programming. And remember, I'm somebody who's actively uh, been through a like say almost all sides of this angle, and what I can say after coming through it is that they've politicized everything they've weaponized everything and what's going to happen inevitably is a massive civil war based on so many ideologies mistakenly thinking every other ideology is incompatible to coexisting peacefully with it now my ultimate agenda and and philosophy to everything is saying that human beings are civil human beings are polite Human beings want the best for everybody and just want to get along regardless of how different and what they have to tolerate. They have an extremely high patience and and really just wish for peace. The average person is not a killer. The average person is not a savage monster. The ideas that we were led to believe from from hundreds of years ago, social Darwinism. Um, life is brutal, nasty, and short. Man is just a caveman. And if you didn't have society and law and weapons and so, like religion, he would just be walking around like, what's for dinner? Rape. I'm going <laughs> to hit a woman and grab her by the hair and drag her back to the cave. That's not how, and that's the thing. They want you to think that if the army or the Pentagon or Homeland security, the FBI didn't exist or the ATF didn't exist, we just be running around fucking like maniacs, like the purge, just like like people with machine guns off the back of trucks. But what they're doing is engineering just that. They want yes. that walking dead reality. They want they that, want that. The future. Yeah, brother. I
0: mean, your you're weapon. preaching to the choir here, man. I, I think yeah. about it so much. Like the the whole idea of Darwinism and the whole idea of just like this we were monkeys and then we became these beings now and that we have to think about these. Like we have always been uh, to me, this world is something created for us that if we weren't here, this wouldn't exist. I almost feel like that we are spiritual beings inside of these flesh suits, and that whatever the spirit is that we are, we are, we are the architects that keep this place in existence. Like this world doesn't exist without us.
1: Yeah. And, it and- sounds,
0: sounds crazy, but like, I love the idea of, of you're just, uh, well, you're straw man of the caveman, which has always been sold to us. This is what the caveman was like, you know, just like smack on the head with the fucking rock and be like, you're my wife now, you know, that whole idea. But like, we have always been who we are now. And just like, cause when did we, it just their whole narrative of the chicken and the egg, like, uh, yeah. And our um, just our evolution of thought, when did we become who we are now? And why do we think that we are so much dumber then than we are now? And they try to tell us this, that we were so fucking stupid. It, there's no way we had the complexity of thought.
1: Exactly. Without yeah. them, without our masters that have been always pushing us to these disastrous wars and these fucked up political situations what they say are inevitable But in reality, when you think about it, are really just the the machinations of these uh, secret societies, of these groups that have these supremacist, typically racially supremacist, but ultimately spiritually supremacist. Like you said, spirit, and it's good that we talked about that for the hour before because it's that you need that kind of understanding of the history of the world, not the lie of the world, because like the situation right now in Israel-Palestine has based on a lie. They are lying 100% the time about the situation. Uh, They want you to believe that 100% this was ordained by all these Abrahamic religions. They want you to believe in Abrahamic religion because this is the only way this shit works. They themselves don't believe in it because they think they're chosen people who can in their very life just do whatever the fuck they want. And and this is going to piss off a lot of people. Swing a fucking chicken and uh, get their sins transferred over, they're fine, right? And this is not in anything having to do with the Abrahamic Lord, uh, Hebrews, anything. That's what I'm saying. You can differentiate the two kinds of people between this type of, like, fake and real, authentic, you know, like, fearing God, following the commandments, and everybody. Because no one would ever do this, create Israel, create the violent, racist, apartheid terror state. I have said this so many times watching the news and this week and everything Israel by the UN by the United Nations own decree by Amnesty International by all these human rights watch official decrees by South American by uh, various different nation standards, uh, according to China and everything like that this is like now this is first world type nations. Israel is a racist apartheid state it is 100% built on it is built on an invasion it was sold to people repatriating after the holocaust after all this idea of reality it was not this was all
0: constructed so this was all constructed by a group of folks around like uh I don't want to I'm not good at dates but around the 1870s and And a little bit before then, when they're writing the Schofield Bible, they're constructing constructing this idea of, like, Zionism. And it's the psychopaths that wanted, they they wanted, I guess, like, uh, territory. And so they constructed this idea of, like, a homeland and this idea of, like, we need to return to this place. And to me, dude, it's so fascinating the way that they wrote this idea of, like, this right to return to this place that they never inhabited.
1: Never. Well, they they inhabited in this idea of Jerusalem being in Judea. We, we've talked about like they, they inhabited. It was, like I said, the Khazarian group. This Khazarian group ideologically can trace their ancestry back to Jerusalem when it but was yes. before it was built.
0: Ideologically And see but, that's yeah. what I, I mentioned earlier When I was saying like genetically Maybe they can't But ideologically they can Where it's this idea of the uh, this group That um, ideologically yeah. Can claim that like Hey uh Our people live In this yeah, specific like region Thousands of years ago And so therefore this justifies Us coming back and dude, this whole massive psyop that they did yeah. on the Christian American church, where they like, where I was mentioning the Schofield Bible and Christian Zionism, and yep. this whole indoctrination and yep. them using like the whole thing idea of weaponizing eschatology and like end time uh, like uh, prophecy to then like convince these Christians that if they don't support this group. Of invaders, these occupiers in this territory where these people literally they can tell you, like, look, I came from Germany, I came from Ukraine, I came from Lithuania, I came from Russia, I came from France, I came from Spain, all these European people, and then they flood this area that has been called Palestine for at least a thousand years by the Roman Empire, and they say, like, hey, we're gonna buy this by from your your Ottoman occupiers. And so they buy this territory from the Ottoman occupiers that these Ottomans that haven't even been living in this area, they've been living in the Sinai, Sayana- they've been living in like the Saudi Arabian Peninsula and things like that. Like this whole idea of like Lockean property rights, it's actually the people that have been living and toiling on this land that have put, that grew those olive trees. They can say, I put that tree, our, my great 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 grandfather planted that olive tree, you know, and, and now we have, we just have this undying allegiance to this group of occupiers because of this indoctrination, because it's this whole wild fucking death cult that is Christian American Zionism that we think that we have to support these, these, we, we mentioned the Rothschilds earlier. The Rothschilds are the ones that poured money into this and that like, uh, poured money into also the British government, which has also been, part of this the entire time like shout out the balfour declaration where they said like why the fuck does england get to say therefore you get a state because like the the, because israel will say like hey we have our justification look the balfour declaration says that we can be the state of israel like why the fuck does england get to say you get to be a nation in this area that you're occupying that you don't that you've you're not from that you're stealing from these people that have been living here for thousands of years. God damn, it's a fucking wild hot mess.
1: One of the things that people think is that the Israel is in control, but Israel is not in control. What what is really going on? I mean, it's now a small, it has a small of group of psychopaths, psychopaths that are that
0: are, are that are international don't yeah. give a fuck about anything, they, like because people think it's Jews that run the world. No, I don't know what you want to call these people. It's neither. a very small well, cartel of yeah. psychopaths that own the world that will call themselves Jewish or that will call themselves uh, Anglo Saxons if they need to. That will call themselves anything that they want to be at the time to make themselves powerful. And it's just these small, the small like intermarrying families that are actually in charge of the world that at any time they will claim to be whatever they need to at the time that are in charge. Because man, if you look at the state of Israel, the state of Israel right now, dude is I like whether or not there was a psyop involved in far as far as like paragliders coming in and, and massacring a fucking, uh, uh, a concert, like, however you see that like if you think that the pal- that hamas did that or if you think that probably the idf and or the mossad and or the cia was involved in that um however you see that there was actually innocent people that probably died in that scenario and guess what like the people that are in charge that small psychopathic group they don't give a fuck about the israelis they don't give a fuck about the jews look Israel right now is the most woke-poked, Brandon Booster, MAGA-jabbed group in the entire planet. Absolutely. And what does that fucking tell you? They don't give a shit about the Jews. They don't care about those people. They're using them, and they fucking use that name like, like there is a small psychopathic group that's actually in charge. So when people say, like, the Jews are in charge – Dude, that's so simplistic, that's so stupid. No, like the dude that fucking makes me a delicious pastrami sandwich sandwich at this deli over here that's been family owned for fucking generation. He has nothing to do fucking do with any of this psychopathic bullshit. There's small, no. psychotic, evil fucking families that, Remember, are that have in all in of this evil shit. Yeah.
1: No matter what, the working man has more in common. And uh with each like, other, I'll, I'll go ahead and say that right I now. Have more, it, I have
0: more common. I like honestly, dude. I, I got more
1: uh
0: in yeah. common with a Palestinian and a Jewish carpenter and this guy over here and somebody from fucking Iraq and somebody from Africa and somebody in, from Finland yeah. than and all of these psychopathic rulers and the people they, who like, we're all pawns, kidding. man. Yeah, we're all fucking pawns. Whether I'm married. a black pawn or a white pawn, we're both fucking pawns, bro. Well, we're yeah, fucking exactly. both pawns.
1: Realistically, we talk about all this state level stuff. Uh you wow. and I, no matter what ideal what we talk about about religion or spirituality or what we talk about ideology, uh, wherever we claim you and I no matter how much of our we're different, have more in common than us are the mayors of our town. Like whatever city we're in, the your mayor is it's part of this club that you're talking about. The sociopaths who don't you give a know, shit about you, you know? and never will. We, no That's matter how different
0: we yeah, are. because yeah. A lot of well, folks well, in, our, well. in our, in our, like what you would say, uh, like a conspiracy community or this or that, think that things can be uh, solved on a very small community basis. And they would say something like, Hey, maybe our town can be, can be safe. But you're saying you even think a mayor of a town? You think well, almost every every town or almost every town? What 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 are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, that that's a, that's a whole other bag of fish. I'm just saying, like the whole idea of um the leadership, corporate leadership, especially something like that. You're talking about people who survive paycheck to paycheck versus someone whose job is to be a politician. Yeah, you about- right. Like these in, a lot the of
0: these whole things. idea, oh, however you want to look at it, and because I, I get it, where some people will say it. that it's necessary or it's this or it's that, but the whole idea of a public servant is a joke because at There's one no time I think, I think a lot a of those hour. positions like, were voluntary. And like, if you're looking at somewhere like New Hampshire, like uh, a lot of the Congress even are unpaid positions, and then you can tell me you're a public servant. But the majority of these, like Congress and senators, and this and that, or All even right. like a fucking sheriff or a mayor, or they—they oh, parasites. Take this for granted. All, All here's, of them here's are paid through forceful taxation. Every single one of their positions. And so, to me, there is nothing. There, there is the whole idea of uh the class of the government yeah. and the people. Here's here's their cronies and the people.
1: Yeah, here's an example in Texas, uh, because I cover mostly Texas news. We have Governor Greg Abbott, right? Champion of the far right, champion of the red pill, then the MAGA and all that supports Trump. His he has made it a law that you cannot qualify for state funding grant programs, any kind of money from the state of Texas, uh, if you don't. If you boycott Israel, you have to sign a loyalty oath to the nation of Israel. Talk about a Zionist-occupied government. The population Uh of Jews in Texas is 200,000 people. The population of Muslims is 500,000 people. We're talking about two minorities that equal 0.001% of 30 million people in a state. Yet we have to sign a loyalty oath to Israel, specifically against their enemies in Palestine, which makes no sense. It's completely undemocratic in any way you look at it. But it's one hundred percent a definition of Zionist occupied governments who were so detached hey, from yes, reality that they into law the. Like I said, you you wonder why our tax money is going to the Ukraine. That's the thing. Like it's not us. It's not Americans who are sending. We're not getting our checkbooks out and writing it. We're not getting our credit cards and our debit cards and sending money like uh, like we're uh, giving money away uh, ourselves personally. It's our taxpayer money. Is being from us. it's deeper than that. Billions are going. Oh, it's all okay. So the entire American economy. There's a flag. Uh, so you want to know? I guess how my thoughts of this. Um, there's a flag. It's a it's a meme where they show the flags of Washington, D.C., the District of Columbia. They show the flags of the Vatican and London City. These are the three main like Rothschild's own London City. Like Pope owns the, the Vatican, owns the Catholics, you know, and, and that owns the uh, the Catholics own the Vatican. And, um, you know, of course, Washington, D.C. is the Pentagon. It's the military. It's this commander in chief figure. And that these three uh, capitals could never invade. The, the surviving Roman Empire of the Middle East in this idea of the Islamic Caliphate are or the, or the Ottoman Empire as it existed. And this was because of the lineage of Rome. These people have dignity and self-respect and a culture that will immediately ally with themselves. Over the, so they don't want to convert to this idea because in their hearts they believe in the Antichrist. And that's why their token religion Their Abrahamic religion of choice that they will defend and die for are the Jews, are the Israelis, because the Israelis and the Jews don't believe in Jesus. They reject Christ. They say he is not the Messiah. And you can say – that's not anti-Semitism. That's just accepting the fact that Jews don't believe in Jesus. That's the that's selling point. They're like, well, we don't have the, we don't have the Jesus. Like, he's like, you can leave him in God, but we don't think he's our Messiah. We think he was a prophet. We think he was an educated man, a scholar, but he wasn't our Messiah. That's the whole rabbi spiel. For years, I studied this. I know 100%. Uh, watch uh, uh, Brother Nathaniel, if you really like Christian orthodoxy, he was a converted Jew, or Bill Schnoblin, and all that the idea that these people worship Lucifer, if they're they're fake Christians, they will worship Lucifer or they'll worship uh, a replacement Jesus, you know, like uh, Simon or Mithraeus yeah. or all this like type of stuff. That's not Jesus, but it's like Jesus like, you know, like they'll be like, oh, well, Jesus is actually like this in the astronomy, astro theology, all this stuff that they worship. That's not accepting the fact that Jesus was Messiah. Yeah. Uh, now this is why they've chosen Israel because that is in the land of the Middle East, 100% Abrahamic. It was either Christian, Torah Jews, or or basically Jews who lived in submission uh, and diaspora. They didn't make any claim to politics. They just coexisted and they were allowed to survive because of the, uh, the Muslims. They started doing the Crusades and everything. Repeated the Crusades. It's a 20th century Crusade. And like the Crusades, what they don't tell you is that the 1940s, the 1950s, the whole idea of the the Israeli repatriation was immediately a war. It was immediately killing civilians, burning down villages. Like you said, the idea of planting a tree and being like, this is where I planted this tree, trees for Israel. Every single settlement in Israel where the Jews live from the ocean, uh, from the Mediterranean, all the way out to the West Bank, all their borders, was built on the graveyards of Palestinian settlers, shepherds, nomads, and various different Christian Yazidis and Coptics, and Gypsies, Roma. Armenians were there. People don't even talk about the Armenians. The Armenian genocide coincided with this. It was part of the buildup to it, is that the Armenians have a stake. You know, In Jerusalem, there are four quarters. There is the Jewish, there is the Palestinian Muslim, there's the Christian, and there's Armenians. And Arminians are part of this, the whole thing, the idea that these are people who did not bow to them and they were they were genocided. And this never gets told, talked about. What gets talked about, poor us, we're victims. We tried to go back to our holy land. You guys attacked us, you don't want us to be here. And even in every single discussion later on about the wars, the Six Days War, the USS Liberty, Fails to mention the fact that this is 100% an illegal occupation. It is a triumph of foreign mercenaries and basically European-trained gladio-Nazi leftovers. Of
0: Rothschild-funded foreign
1: mercenaries.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, and, and as far as you want to go back, like let's keep going further back. So even by their own mythology, you can say that the, Jew, the Jews say that they were brought from the land of Egypt. And then they were brought to the land of Canaan where they conquered this territory that was their promised land. And this is where they're from. Who was living there before? The Canaanites. Who are these Canaanites? Who are these Philistines? Well, Who so they, are these people? Too, the maybe Khazari the are. Palestinians that were living there before you guys no. conquered this area? Like, the so maybe, like if you are like, the like it's so silly and arbitrary where they say, like, well, it was ours first. Well, Well, when was it? Well, after we took it. Well, who did you take it from? Well, the people that were living there before that. Who are the people that were living there before that? I don't know. We killed them. (laughs) You know, it's like to me, it's just like like the people that are saying that like we absolutely have to recognize this land as like Israel's. And you're like, okay, well, are you gonna give your house back to the Native Americans? Why not?
1: a lot of that piece
0: of shit you fucking occupier like you know what I mean it's like to me
1: like a lot of it's always used for that tit to tat thing but the thing is unlike uh, the Native American wars which were themselves a great travesty and a crime and I always put down Native American because uh, I believe that a lot of what the Native American history just like all history was fake and gay and and fake and just absolutely a cover up to this for a number of reasons but like you said, who was these Canaanites? The Canaanites were the Khazarians. That—that's who they evolved into. They were the because they eventually became this Rothschild. Who the Rothschilds are from? They're from the Canaanites, the people who worshipped Isis. Uh, and
0: before that, they were the Sumerians with the, the Babylonians.
1: The they Sumerians with the Babylonians yeah. are the ones who conquered them back because they were conquered by Moses during the Exodus, and they intermarried, and then they were conquered back. And that's the kind of thing, like. The Babylonian, same thing, had a claim to Jerusalem. So, they had, so the, to me, King Solomon, it's so
0: goddamn wild that like these modern day Israelites are saying, like, I know I'm from Switzerland. I know that I'm from Germany. I know I'm from, you know, Lithuania. I know I'm from England. But God promised me this, so this is my land. And you're like, what the fuck?
1: Which is why uh, the, the claim of the idea that this is a war against religious extremism, this is a war against racism, this is a war against intolerance, this is a war against uh, – they, they will always say that. They'll say Hamas, Palestine, the people of the Middle East, of Lebanon, their neighbors, that they were always racist against them and the rightful repossession <laughs> of this land from like, – this, this in their eyes, this saint Rothschild. Right, the British Petroleum Where, Company it you know, was- they
0: always were, yeah, it seems like they were always kind of sour against this group of ethno nationalists that were trying to take their house well they huh. idea- how does that work? Man, why do we hate this group of ethno nationalists yeah. that are like extremely xenophobic that think they're than the everyone yeah. that think that they are owed this like, huh? Why are they (laughs) like, huh? Why are people so sour against this group of people that think they're better than everyone? think that they're God's chosen people and they think that they're owed this land. Huh? Oh, oh, hey, God told me your house is my house now. The rabbi. Anything that I do is justified. So if I go in and fucking steal your house and murder your wife and kick you out of your house. Well, God told me that was okay. Why are you so angry? Why do you hate me? You're a a bad person. You hate me. Why do you hate me? Because I took your house. (laughs)
1: the idea of it is is hilarious it's obvious that the idea of someone exactly if they took your house and then you fight back and then they say okay we'll make peace give me half your house and or you can you can go back to your bedroom but i can watch you and surveil you and build a wall around you and make sure that you don't come into my side of the house because i don't trust you and you're a terrorist and not only that i control the mass media and i'm just going to be telling the neighbors like on big well, ass TV screen,
0: like you're just an asshole. You're not even yeah. Semitic.
1: Well, it's like how, I'm going to be anti-Semitic. How can you? handle
0: like, <laughs> Yeah,
1: why you're the bad guy for wanting your, your house back and like painting your painting you as evil, and I'm gonna do 9-11, and I'm gonna blame it on you. And um, it's if, like nothing exists for the apple? context? Well, what see, nothing exists for the context, so you wonder, like, well, how bad can Israel be? They did 9-11 and then blamed it on uh, the Taliban in Afghanistan. And then we also invaded Iraq because of that. So it's a it's a it's a factor that no matter how far away you want to get away from it, America is like one hundred percent being led like a bull or an army, yeah, dude. By so, the, uh, to
0: get uh, back to point, like, I know we're gonna. This is pussyfooting, whatever you want to call this. Like, I have sympathy for anybody that was uprooted from their houses that yep. were taken into camps that were tortured and murdered that. And so you can call this like in the Holocaust, but then to then turn around and do it to other people oh, in a yeah. new place.
1: Oh, you don't exactly. get
0: to fucking like, it's hard for me to have sympathy, continued sympathy for you. Like, cause I absolutely believe, uh, I mean I, that they were singled out and hurt in a certain way, but guess what? there was also a lot of other groups that were being singled out and hurt in that way. And so it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a complicated fucking thing, but then for you to turn around and use the same fucking methods and yeah. then using the same and doing the same fucking exact same things. And exactly. then you say like, yeah. I'm still a victim. I'm the, I'm yep. being hurt right now.
1: I think it's, so, <laughs> It's so self-evident, and it's not a new thing, that people didn't support it when it happened, when it first started happening, and people haven't supported it since there's hundreds of thousands of people who don't support it. I mean, just like in the Jewish community alone, uh, they're called uh, Torah Jews. It's the whole thing is that, like, even amongst the, the, the Jewish faith, that's extremely protested this idea of the Zionist nation of Israel. But even then, like, the ethically, it just makes sense on paper. Nobody with the conscience who is born in the modern world Could side with them as the good guy, given any realistic understanding of what's going on. Even the fact this happened once would immediately set your heart against them. If you grew up just in the sense of good versus evil, right versus wrong, there is bad to hurt people right like anyone who hurts people is bad anyone who hurts especially innocent and vulnerable people is worse and the idea that there's you always cheer for the underdog you cheer for people who who have the less and they're fighting the overpowered oppressor like the idea of like like if you were to tell this to a child they'd be like yeah right on right like i'm fucking eight years old but i'm totally on board with like we got to kick that guy, that bad guy's ass, right? And you're like, that bad guy's name is Israel, and they're bombing gossip children. They blow the up a hospital. The Jetsons kill eight hundred people. The Jetsons in the
0: versus the Flintstones at this point. It's and
1: it's the Jetsons are flying around it's,
0: in their flying cars, and they're dropping bombs on literal fucking. And the problem is, they're not. They wouldn't be cavemen if they weren't being forced to be cavemen. They're in these open air prisons. They're in this area that they that they're not allowed to leave. They're not allowed to go anywhere. They don't have actual like representation. They with the whole idea that Israel can turn off their electricity and water Mm -hmm. tells you what you need to know about them.
1: And I will say that too, that that can't be, it's not in a, it's not in a vacuum. So all this stuff adds up and it stacks on each other. So not only you have that, right. The idea that this is a technologically superior military with Western technology, Western jets, uh, smart, Western
0: funding.
1: Yeah, they, exactly the nuclear power level of their weaponry, the, the satellites, they, it's not only Israel, it's the United States. It's the EU. It's, um, uh, it's basically, um, you know, the Canada at this point, the Five Eyes powers. Australia is a part of it. They all can add special forces. Australia, like Germany, New like Zealand,
0: Canada, forces. America, England. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so they have this 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 huge alliance that is treating them yeah. as if though they're completely justified in doing things like bombing hospitals because those nations themselves do the exact same thing because they are controlled by the Zionist occupier. Uh, racist apartheid terror state leaders and men and people who follow that ideology, it's 100% neo colonialism. Like I said, it's a death cult, and it's to the point that 100% of our power structure is completely at their mercy. This is why two aircraft carriers are sitting out there, not on the side of Gaza. But waiting to bomb Gaza, waiting to bomb Lebanon, waiting to bomb them once, once rightfully so, those countries start kicking Israel's ass. And the thing with the IDF, like you said before, uh, what I believed about uh, it doesn't matter. And I, that's true; it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, it's all fog of war and like i said it's it's like you know we're we're never going to know the full picture but i actually believe that it was a legitimate attack because israel's super weak it's a paper tiger and in 2007 and 2006 they were uh, they fought lebanon and they fought them to a stalemate And they haven't fought any modern wars since. They've, like I said, literally been killing children who've been throwing rocks at tanks with snipers. They've been running over American protesters with bulldozers. They've been... Uh, forcing illegal settlements at the end of an AR 15 to women who are breastfeeding children and stuff and just taking them out of their apartments. They've been doing things like V for Vendetta style, fucked up uh, Orwellian police state shit, making people go through like 10 fucking checkpoints just to get to work and having their ID scan, full body scan, uh, T- TSA level stuff like that, like getting pat down. This is a highly offensive to their culture. They put armed guards of the IDF at every mosque in the West Bank in Jerusalem as a show of force, as a show of submission. This is classic psychological warfare and a domination. It's not genocide. It is a genocide. And the idea is that to this day, 2023, currently the world situation is now Britain, America, uh, the EU, Germany, all of them support. The eradication and the commitment of this genocide against the people of Gaza against the Palestinians, because they are defending themselves. Like I said, they can explain this to a child, why this is ethically right. But they are defending themselves when even the United Nations, and and everyone talks about New World Order, this, globalist, that, my globalism. You know, Alex Jones is a guy in a chill. He he works for a strap. He is, man. By the Jews. And It's
0: sad to fucking admit it. All Like, you can't have
1: heroes anymore. Well, what they've been trying to teach you is that the UN is evil. But the UN actually, if you just sit down and check it out, you're like, oh, you don't want genocide? How fucking evil is that? You you think there should be an international effort to try to like not let people go extinct because of random, violent, genocidal racist apartheid states like Israel? And you, the UN famously says that they're a racist apartheid state. But the UN, for example, um, yeah, it, it says that anyone who is suffering illegal occupation or possible genocide or invasion has can resort to every means at their disposal to liberate themselves and fight for their survival and freedom this was written because of the issues and situations in africa where there were genocidal warlords there were communist rebels there were like you know apartheid states and and to this day people need to realize there are laws there are there are so many libraries filled with volumes of international law regarding war regarding the right and wrong way of conducting it and the legalities of it and legalities are just a fancy word of saying is it ultimately justified and this is not gonna stop the bullet and not stop it's not election. gonna stop and text I'm just gonna
0: throw something out there
1: but what it the does the do idea is, of
0: international law in war. Because I I think of war, and and war is obviously bigger, deeper uh, than any fight between man on man, right? But the whole idea, ah, dude, I'm conflicted with this because let's think about it. Like in a fight, let's say you and I were fighting, you and me, and we're fighting here. And like, I don't know your intentions. Are you going to kill me? Are we just going to, like, are we just going to have a manly fight and we're going to punch each other and then we're going to be like, okay, we're going to be on our way. But any fight that you have could theoretically, you don't know the other person and their intentions and it could be a battle to the death. So the whole, like, is I had this, you know, taught to me as a young man uh, by like, uh by older gentlemen that took me under their wing and kind of taught me, it was like, Like in in a fight, he goes, don't throw, don't ever throw the first punch. Don't ever look for the fight. But in a fight, make sure you're the one that ends it. Right? The whole idea of like, there's nothing that's off the table when you're in a fight. Meaning, like, if somebody has got you down, like, try to rip their testicles off. That I mean, sounds awful, right? If you're like the whole of idea of that. so about, I mean I'm thinking I of the whole idea war. of like laws and war, they because dude, I get it too. Because holy shit, are there awful weapons out there? There's literally fucking like nerve gas that you could do that could like literally make people's like bodies contort and like kill them, and that sounds awful, but like ooh, and the whole idea too, because I'm not even a hundred percent sure how I feel about nukes. I don't even know if I think they're real. I they might be. I, I'm just I'm honestly I'm agnostic about it because I've heard the great arguments that they're not real. I've heard the great arguments that obviously they're real, retard. But like, like, oh man.
1: Anyways, well, I'm sorry. War-
0: what? what war- <laughs> war- but are what, what, war- what, what war- you talking war- about? War- like NATO war- and their whole uh, like. War crimes, and I get it, war crimes are awful, but like war no, it, is ugly, and war is
1: but it puts oh. public opinion and it puts so for what, what example of war crime, what now, uh, the torture and killing of prisoners. Now, this is a very small detail, and everyone always says a thing like, Well, if they're if you hate them, if you're an enemy, shoot them. Why do you take them prisoner and stuff? It's because that's a, it's a subtle, long-term psychological strategy to prove moral superiority, which can win hearts and minds. And like you said, there are no real winners in war. It's just who proves that who survives, right? Now, the yeah. idea, though, behind the laws of international warfare, this is like everything else, society. People are not this berserk, psychopathic it, Even at war, the idea is that it's a... It's a uh, political act. It has a political objective. And when you when you look at yes, this death cult, they're they're the most brutal in all history. Um, that in the Soviet Union, and yes, hundreds of millions of people have died in the last one hundred years. Say for example, one fifth of the Korean population of North and South Korea during the three year Korean War. One fifth of the population. Eighty percent of the Japanese infrastructure burned to the ground during four years of war with the United States. But are the Japanese still here? Are the Koreans still here? Yes. What had to happen was that it's not an extermination. Wars are not extermination. Wars are politicized actions. And where is North Korea still independent? The United States did not win the Korean War. It was fought to a stalemate. Our forces were actually forced to retreat. We could not have the resource and so like things like that. Like. No matter how many you kill, the idea is that, that doesn't win wars. What wins wars, politics and negotiations and public image and reputation. And the more war crimes you commit, the more bad karma internationally, it, it sticks on you like a chain to the point that the United States is that global pariah that it was during 9-11. Because of that attitude that we are exempt, because we are better at war, we use things like napalm on villages. Hey, we buddy! Like Phoenix, you. I
0: think you're onto something, and I think it is fucking uh, fascinating and brilliant because the whole idea of a nation is actually to be a concise nation. So, like, even in the Bible, it says like a house of cards divided against itself is gonna fall, right? So you have to have the whole entire nation behind you and the actions behind you to actually win. Where you say that we haven't won because like we won in World War II. Why did we win in World War II? Because the propaganda machine was behind us because the people thought that we were fighting a noble battle because the people believed in it. And then in the war that, like, obviously America was more powerful than Vietnam. We didn't win in Vietnam. Why didn't we win in Vietnam? Because we were fighting against ourselves because we fucking knew what we were doing was fucking wrong.
1: Well, the, thing so like Vietnam- the whole
0: idea that, like, the nation is the people and that, like, a, that a group of people needs to get the whole team to fight, like, Oh, man, Uh, you're on to something that is really fucking fascinating. You have to to be doing something righteous to have the people believing in you because the people are what's powerful. Yeah. There's a group of psychopaths that are in charge that are telling people what to do. But like, honestly, the people of a nation are what what it's what makes a nation powerful. So they have to believe in that national vision. They have to believe in that illusion, and it is, it's like, um, it's like a giant agregor. It's like a fake, because I mean, that's the way that I believe in the state. I think the state is an aggregore. but if Back you're not right. doing it right, if you're not, if you're not smart about it, if you're not really making, like if your belief structure isn't sound, then you're a weak, poor agrigor. And the United States right now is a weak Poor Aggregor, because we have been, we have a idea of national pride and of national of right and wrong. And we've been, we're the sick man, because we've been doing these atrocities that like contradict ourselves. And so like people don't believe in it. And so it's this whole idea of nationalism, which is like an ugly word. And people don't like the word of, they don't like to hear the word nationalism, but if you have a country that actually is nationalist, that is a healthy aggregor. That is a yeah. that, that's a country that believes in itself, that is actually living by its like morals and, and their dogma and people or at least people believe they are.
1: What you see now is the is, is a radical moment in history because last 100 years was a radical moment in history. Same thing. History repeats itself. like It's constantly cycle, it's cyclical, and it repeats itself. Last 100 years, you saw an end in colonialism. If you were alive the 100 years uh, before, you saw the rise of colonialism, right? You saw these young empires, the, these younger empires vying for power but committing these atrocities in their – in their basically their their zeal, their youth as an empire, and they could hide it because of the enthusiasm towards power, right? Like, oh, the Belgians are just raping and killing the Congolese, but they want diamonds. So in their youth, this is fine. But now we know that they're not to be trusted. And if the, the if you think about any white European nation controlling Africa, like the French, we know that's an exploitative historically proven to be evil we've already had mahatma gandhi we've only we've already had martin luther king we've already had this idea of like pan african liberation right we already have the the, the 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 history of saying that one is right one is wrong and the idea of the american spirit still supporting the wrong thing is unignorable now when we are sending, say, uh, the bombers to kill Muhammad Gaddafi in Libya, but we are also saying that we'll support uh, the French, like the French eventually had to retreat, but the idea that they will attack Niger and what Niger did, this idea of coups, These idea of the militaries, these, these leaders, these young new generation leaders, men in their 30s, men in their 40s, men in their 20s, who have already grown up after 9-11 have seen the bullshit they grew up watching uh loose change and the boondocks for whatever their country's worth is right they know history they know uh uh the reality of the world because they have international news phones self uh internet and stuff like that but they have become the new rebel warlords they're like ho chi minh they're like that vietnamese uh spirit where they are reasserting and finding their traditional roots a lot of it based on ethnicity a lot of it based on culture but you're going to see that happening around the world where these old corrupt systems of power get slowly chipped away based on real uh yeah. radic- real revolutionaries who use violence because at this point you can 3D print guns there are so many weapons to be possessed but it's not about weapons it's about strategy. It's about politics. It's about PR. It's about things that the Pentagon admits it can't keep up with. Cyber war.
0: Because
1: pandemic, uh,
0: reality that, is perception.
1: Well, it's a it's war. And it's so it's all part of the war.
0: Reality, break. what becomes narrative is, yeah, man, you're, you're right. Bro, because well, that's what the war
1: crimes you're talking think about it. a
0: narrative war. You're talking about people's perceptions of yeah. what they see. And so ultimately, ultimately becomes the history. What ultimately becomes the narrative is people's perceptions of what actually happened. It's not what actually happened. It's what people's perceptions of what happened.
1: But and and that's the same thing here. I don't think in one hundred years anyone's going to have an accurate picture of history, even though every single thing is documented online. And it's on not Twitter. possible. It's, it's going to be so you possible. and
0: me, yeah. text. You yeah. and me, text. We could go to a concert. We could go see. I don't know, little Uzi Vert or whoever's the popular person right now. <laughs> Whatever mumble rapper is like the 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 rapper of the time. You and me could go, Sam, and a couple of our friends, and then we could all talk about the concert, and you and I could, I I could have had the best night of my life. You could have had the worst fucking night of your life.
1: Yeah, it's subjective, yeah.
0: It's subjective, because reality is, it's all perception, and it's all our realities become that, and it's whoever is in charge of the mic at the time gets to say what happened
1: at that concert. already. Yeah, already you have two main positions in America and you always have had two main positions like uh, a lot of it, minority positions by it's like it's, I don't believe in the binary. I don't believe in the the two poles of power. America west and east, red versus blue, uh capitalist versus communist, Coke versus Pepsi. I don't believe that. I think that that excludes the whole nuance of the many different angles in it. Um but ultimately you have the idea that There is like a a red-pilled and a blue-pilled reality, right? A a lib-democrat, woke, uh, LGBTQ-pro-type world, and the opposite of that, right? Your conservative uh, theology. I believe the American Civil War is already occurring. Or
0: even the idea of LGBTQRS, ABT, dollar sign is a thing.
1: Well, yeah, that's that's a whole fucking...
0: That's, that's a, a whole psyop it, in it, itself
1: too. That's a psyop in itself. And see, that's the thing, how you said that, people are waking up. I think that the American Civil War is going to be started on those lines. I think it was started in the 1960s on the same lines with this idea that, that was what they wanted, is this idea of a rainbow Nazi uh, fascist corporate uh, takeover of America, a, a worse corporatism because to be politically incorrect is to suffer the wrath. Of the like a murder, like to be guilty of murder is to be the same thing as being you know a homophobe or something like that, right? Like you could literally be thrown in a concentration camp, re-educated, have your kids taken away from you, your your possessions and stuff the way
0: when you talk to young people right now, the worst thing you could be called is a racist,
1: the racist, yep, exactly. So
0: what is a racist? Give me an explanation, like, give me a fucking. You know, you, you, you say, what is a racist? And they're like, they have a hard time even telling you what a racist is. Because Man, a racist was- is now just a construct.
1: Yeah. A and racist
0: is whatever the bad thing is. The racist is now the word racist. That's like calling someone the devil.
1: Well, right now. that's you know what, what I mean?
0: That becomes an avatar. Like that and- becomes the adversary. That becomes... Yeah. Well like the and now work. that can also be called the fascist.
1: Yeah, that, and what what and and
0: what, what is what is a fascist? Well, see, that's like, the thing and then, then that has a million explanations. I'm sorry, go ahead, Dex.
1: Oh, it's not about the idea of being bogged down, it's the idea that these ideologies now are taking over people's minds to the point that they are no longer able to coexist, and it's it's on all sides. Um you said the idea of like what is PR, what is the psychological, why couldn't we win in Vietnam so? It's because of hypocrisies and because of uh, like empires, why do empires fall? It's because their own ideologies become incompatible of internal coexistence between the different radicalized castes that they promote to keep everybody weak. And to keep everybody from not seeing the bigger picture, like I said, who controls our government is an extreme minority and they control our military, they control our security force and they've given everybody else scraps and basically enforced chaos. And that's why you have major urban cities like destroyed younger generations that basically war with the older based on these uh, fake uh, virtues and like signals like the idea of moral, moral purity. It's this idea of populism, like MAGAism rising up, and the idea of the other half, the, uh, the Antifa, and this is all 100% intentional chaos, but this is why the American Civil War already started. It's not a shooting war yet, but it could be within the next 10 years, and like I said, no one will ever look back in history and see how the Civil War started correctly. The Civil War started... Not from regular people wanting to fight, but from leadership who were representing states at the level, creating secession. That's they
0: didn't want to be a war. part
1: of the union anymore because the union they felt was being led in a wrong direction. Now I know the civil war because is very every
0: revolution is one it's one powerful like mafia family wanting to take over yeah. another mafia family because there is no actual revolutions that we've ever seen ever that have been a real groundswell revolution because they've all been co-opted and have all been controlled by one powerful oligarch trying to take out another oligarch. Yeah. yeah. Because like you're saying, like the war is going to be very almost impossible to pinpoint when it started but I think that you're absolutely right that in the history books 100 years from now, they're going to say that this probably started around, I don't know, probably 2001. Maybe it started even before then. And because oh. they're going to call this like the American Civil War II. And, uh, dude, I think that you are on to something. Uh, brother, we're goddamn close to two hours. I'm, we're just going to have to do this again.
1: Yeah, no problem. Right. It's one of the things where you can t- – I've talked about I, – I did an episode today actually. I did a podcast episode today. I went for two and a half hours, and I was talking about the, the psyop of terrorism, Islamic terrorism in Texas coming through the border and how that's over 10 years old, and there are films like cario. And uh, Alex Jones did whole specials about how ISIS camps were in Mexico and they were coming across the border and they were going to – and this is 100 percent, like I said, like it's – you can focus on one aspect of any of this. And I I focus a lot on the Texas aspect, but it's all pieces of the puzzle for what's happening in the Middle East. And what's happening in the Middle East started with the Rothschilds, it started with the Khazarians, and it can trace itself all the way back to the beginnings of this whole mess, which is like the the sacking of the first temple of Jerusalem, King Solomon and stuff like that, Moses, uh, and, and even beyond that. And it's 100% all relevant. If you're looking at it from a spiritual angle, if you're looking at it from a historical angle, or if you're looking at it from a military angle, what's happening like just as a quick like wrap up okay. is that this is the Battle of Armageddon and I kind of wanted to key it into this that the Battle of Armageddon is uh, both literally happening in the land of Israel uh, the land you know of Armageddon uh, and I know Armageddon it's land of Megiddo, but it's also happening spiritually in the all the Zionist occupied places is that people are setting their like the seven kings, the seven dragon heads, the seven horns, these are all As they were known to be, um, men of the earth, men of nations, men with armies, men with forces, men who make who can control power in this world. And the people who control power in this world are godless. They are the Antichrist spirit. Macron in France, uh, all of the EU, uh, Zelensky in the Ukraine. you know, I would say uh, Xi Ping in China, definitely Xi Ping in China, and these people who are openly at odds with Christianity, who, who Vladimir
0: uh, Putin uh, in Russia,
1: Vladimir, uh, Zelensky well, in say, fucking Ukraine,
0: every single one of these fucking heads of government, yep. they are all they are all avatars of the Antichrist. Yep.
1: Netanyahu in Israel, and Biden in America. And especially Biden and America, especially the idea of American politics itself. When people go around talking about MAGA, for example, they don't know MAGA. MAGUS is a satanic temple. Yeah. Well, MAGUS is a satanic temple, highest level of priesthood. Uh, They're called MAGA. They're called MAGUS. And that's why when people go around shouting MAGA, MAGA, make America great again, they're shouting basically loyalties towards the high priest of a temple of Satan. And a high priest church satan which uh, Donald Trump surely is. And like I said, at one point, you can say the truth without having to immediately pledge allegiance to the other yeah. fake truth. And so you see that at all levels, no one's talking about Jesus Christ, the Messiah. No one's talking about the Battle of Armageddon, the book revelations, because they're afraid, right. and intentionally so, that he's coming back. And the idea that Battle of Armageddon, what happens? Christ comes back. After the armies of the world basically not only kill each other, but try to unite and fight Christ, who they know is coming back. And the world itself is, um, is weaponized against them. Birds fly at the heavens, uh, the skies from them. The whole idea of it is that it's the an annihilation of these evil forces. And that's one hundred percent what we're seeing real time now. I think that's going to play and out.
0: Just to there's circle there's back, here. just to circle back, exactly what you're talking about. You're also talking about eschatology. You're also talking about like end time uh, prophecy. You're talking about things that are are supposedly said in uh, the Book of Revelation and the Bible that Christian Zionists are watching carefully, and they're yep. saying this is what's going to happen at the end times is what's going to bring around uh, the the rebirth of Jesus Christ is going to bring back the second coming of Jesus. And what's crazy to me is that like these folks that are controlling the world, the, these rulers, whatever the fuck you want to call them, like, like, like I said, you can be, to me, it, it, it's very simplistic just to say, Call them uh, Jews or something like that, because to me they're not Jews. To me, they are a group like some people. People call them the Jesuits because, like, these people wear mini coats, right? So you can call these people the Jesuits. You can call these people the Illuminati. You can call these people the Globalists. You can call these people whatever the fuck they are. Like, it's a small group of psychopaths that run this. They don't actually believe what they're selling. They're selling a false um like they have their own beliefs they have their own eschatology they have their own end time revelations and they were integral and in writing like let's say like the council of Nicaea and uh the control and um of what is now written in biblical text for the majority of the world at this point, whether you're reading the Quran, the Torah, the Bible, whatever whatever you're reading, they were very specific in putting certain things in there and leaving certain things out. Uh, This group of psychopaths um, make you think that by carrying out certain things, by construction of a certain building In a certain place, at a certain time, for the third time, this is going to now bring about the, you know, this whole prophecy, fulfill it, and now Christ is going to come back and bring around the end of times. And, like, to me, this group has another agenda. They know what they're doing. It's putting them in places of power. And the majority of the world is just going by what they think is going to bring about Jesus, what's going to bring agree. about the Christ.
1: I agree. And in a great way of thinking about that is the symbolism. Like, So people think in the book of Revelation uh there are monsters and there's this great psychedelic type of uh, like hell on earth you know the dead are walking on the earth and the sky is red like all this like like insect people are coming from portals that are opening up they think this extremely extravagant thing what i would like to always say is that that is what an ancient man who is having a vision of modern warfare and and is trying to his best in his own occult way because remember john of patmos was a um was a, a Chaldean. He was an astro-theologian. He was one of these members of the Illuminati who started having visions converted and was punished by being put in Patmos, the island. So he was referencing in his own symbolism, in his own uh, idea, what he was shown, which was these modern wars, the idea of jets, helicopters, men with firearms, uh, men in chariots, armored tanks, the idea of the, the, the insect-like armor, chest plates, and that some people are thinking Book of Revelations, oh, when is, when is the, the scorpion men locusts going to come out of the portal of the, the seventh? And they think of these extravagant type of, of realities that aren't real. They've been pushed. That agenda has been pushed by these Illuminatists who believe this separate eschatology that has been made into the dominant mainstream popular eschatology. A big factor, uh, the Left Behind series. You know that Left Behind series where people are raptured. One hundred percent bullshit. Never happens in the Old Testament. Never happens in the New Testament. Never prophesied to happen in any book of Revelations or Apocalypses by any Gnostic classes. One hundred percent a modern American invention by Freemasons, who
0: Schofield Bible.
1: Yeah, who didn't want Christian Zionists. None of this
0: theology existed prior to around 1870 to 1890. 100%. All brand new constructs. Yeah, yeah. it's all complete bullshit.
1: And it, it's, it's like how the Mormon church uh, basically wrote a lot of its scripture. They made it up. It's just a guy who knew Freemasonic rituals and rites and passages of Salamic temples. It was like, yes, I have this Old Testament knowledge because I directly in in connection with the divine which is how most of these uh these 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 cults like scientology if people really knew how influential scientology world was to the world of real politics espionage intelligence etc they would freak the fuck out because that's provable modern invention by a cult leader who's just literally creating like concepts based on yeah, like Eastern esotericism, yoga practices, and things like that. But it is a cult of personality. It is a 100% demonstrably artificial creative. If you want to make money, you make a church type situation. And, and people are like, well, how influential are they? In a thing called Operation Cinderella, the Church of Scientology embedded 5,000 plus deep intelligence operatives into the American uh, federal government, from the FBI to the White House. They 100% had the most extensive and successful espionage spy, spy operation on the American government, better than the Soviet Union ever had. And they were feeding all of that information into the Church of Scientology. Almost
0: as them. good as Mossad.
1: Or well, the, the Mossad. <laughs> or no, the whole thing, yeah, that's true. Like, no one will ever say the truth. And that's uh, senators and congressmen have come out and said that if people actually know about the extent of the infiltration of Israel into the American government, they would immediately revolt. Like, they would immediately Well, and it's revolt.
0: also to me, it, it's it's people that foolishly see a separation between the two.
1: Yep. That or Saudi no Arabia or any of the global regional. It, or powers. any of them, exactly.
0: Because yep. to me, and, these, these psychopaths. They are not playing one group of people over another. They are. This is when we call them globalists. I mean, they literally see countries as like they're like we're we're (laughs) it's like football teams to them. They don't give a fuck who wins.
1: Well, if you look at it now, for example, and I know I know we're wanting to cut it short and everything. This is just parts of the conversation that we should have next time. But uh, internally, the feds. Are the ones who create all the Antifa, BLM, all these uh, you know, ACAB groups that are causing all this chaos, these riots, these protests. It's the federal government and the Soros people. It was people. the
0: feds that made the Bolsheviks. It was the feds that made the Hamas.
1: Exactly. It was the, the feds that made the, made the Proud Boys. Hamas. Yes. It was exactly, the feds 100%. that made...
0: Yeah, how do you how do you beat your opposition? You become them.
1: So the Civil War, American Civil War 2.0, based on these ideologies, which are not natural, no one was sitting around in American history in the cowboy days and pioneer days, settler days, manifest destiny days, ever arguing about these issues. They're non-organic to the American fabric. But now, since the federal government, Zionist-controlled, death cult-controlled, Illuminati-controlled, are pushing this agendaism, you're gonna start seeing federal governments taking advantage of that, like agencies like the ATF, DEA, um, immigration, for example, and all these new immigrant populations, all these new uh, you know, lifestyle choices, etc., and radicalizing the shit out of these people, giving them guns, giving them training, giving them weapons, and then using them for false flag operations, uh mass shootings, acts of terror, etc. But you're going to see in like 5 to 10 years the shit that's going on in the Middle East happening in the USA cuz they got their experience in the Middle East over the last 20 to 30 years.
0: Well, and you have been seeing it this whole time where yeah, like they'll greeting. take someone uh that is like special needs like so I live in the Portland metro area. I live in greater Portland, Oregon, right? I don't live inside of Portland. I moved about 45 minutes northwest of Portland to get out of the hell hole that is Portland, right? That, so I, but there was, when I first moved here, probably like 12, 13 years ago, um, the year that I moved here, they have this big Christmas tree lighting celebration, right? And there was this kid who the feds said, like, hey, you're Muslim, huh? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm Muslim. Well, you know what Allah wants you to do, right? Kill a bunch of people. So why don't we... uh, You know, and they did this whole thing, this entrapment, where they took this poor special needs kid. Like, I'm pretty sure he didn't have, like, you know, he was... He wasn't, like or retarded, but you know what I mean? Like, he he didn't have a full second card, right? He was, like, a young, dumb, probably, like... Whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Double-digit IQ kind of kid. I
1: totally get it. I totally get it. And, like, they did this thing in Dallas. They got a guy who was literally a loser, loner, didn't have a friend in the world. His parents even described him as someone who just didn't, like, he wasn't, like, intelligent. And, like, his parents knew it. And he was radicalized online by the FBI. They gave him a truck with a bomb in it and then told him to sit in it and then just arrested him. That's how like he didn't have any step uh, hand in this. He didn't make a bomb. They didn't teach him how to like drive the truck. He just sat in the truck. They they parked and they were like, "Go sit in that truck," and he did it because he was just he thought these people were on his side. And no, absolutely, they do that shit. Uh, they started. And you they know did the most make,
0: oh. thing, Tex? To me, the most tragic thing is this society makes you feel like a fucking loner, like you're a fucking loser. Yeah. The whole idea too is like the whole schooling makes you feel like you're fucking stupid because you don't want to sit in a desk for fucking eight hours. You don't want to sit here and listen to this fat pig with like purple hair tell you that you're a faggot and a loser and that you're, <laughs> and that no, you're the really problem for really all the. Like, and, oh, you don't want to hear that? Oh, there's something wrong with you. You need uh, a pill. You need a pill a to be point. able to sit down and listen to me speak to you for eight hours and tell you you're the problem for all of society's ills you well, straight male you have I got a penis so. and you're a monster and so like and so like society makes these people feel like they're social outcasts like there's yeah. something different like there's something wrong with them and then and then at the same time like so like human beings we feel like we, we need camaraderie Need brotherhood. We need fellowship. We need like like we need camaraderie, right? We need like someone to to make us feel like we're at home. And so then they'll build these psyops where they'll take this young, poor, like Muslim kid and be like, "Hey, brother, do you want to feel like you like we'll embrace you? You you're part of us. You're part of a family. Hey, we love you. You're special. We'll listen to you. You want to talk for a while?" Oh hey, you know who's the worst? America. Let's kill them. Like, hey, you want to be part of our brotherhood? You want us to love? You You want us, you want to still be part of it? Like, all you got to do is sit in this van. Sit in this van with this made up bomb that's not real. And you know what I mean? Like, and so they show this like poor social outcast that has like that has filled like neglected his whole life because our society is like fucked up to begin with.
1: and what it's they're doing
0: society, now because like in a healthy society where we love one another where we treat each other like yeah. brother then there there's not a young person that's going to be like okay i'll sit in a van and blow people up they're not going to do that
1: no and what like they're in doing a healthy
0: society dude because you know what somebody we had uh the great ryan dawson on not that long mm-hmm. ago i don't know if you're familiar with him I love Ryan Dawson. He's a great, fantastic researcher, but he's he lives in South Korea and he's talking about how America is going down the fucking tubes. And he's talking about how like the fentanyl crisis that like, yes, all the fentanyl is coming from China and it is kind of like the sort of kind of warfare. But he goes like, what's the real cause It's because Americans, it's that thirst for drugs. And why is there this thirst for drugs? Because we're so fucked up. He goes, I live in South Korea. He goes, I live in South Korea right now. He goes, we are literally touching China. There's not a huge thirst for fentanyl. There's not this huge overdose crisis. He goes, why? Because we're a tight-knit society that love each other, that like support one another, that have roles in society. We have Male and female, we have right and wrong. We have a tight knit, like you know what you know what I'm saying. Like they have a fucking actual society that like people feel like they can become involved in. And in America, like way the fuck, way on the other side of the world from China, is like pumping up tons of fucking drugs and killing themselves with fentanyl. Why is that? It's because we feel empty because we feel alone because we feel ugly because we feel hated because we feel misunderstood because we fucking, because we're searching for this empty hole that we have, this gaping wound. Right. Yeah. And so we're yeah. filling it with everything. And so there's like these young, stupid poor fucks that are willing to be like, Okay, I'm feeling loved for the very first time because of the psychological operation of these fucking government agents that are gonna trick me into the sitting in a van with a fake fucking bomb that's not even real to blow up people that I don't care about because they make me feel unloved. Well, Jeez, there's two, two things I want to say about sick that. And fucked up.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's two things I want to say about that. One, um, they're moving on from the individual, the targeted individual. Uh, to a targeted group of individuals, so they're going to start making like Antifa, BLM, etc. These are the that's the wave of the future. It's no longer these solitary lone wolf type mass shooters. Well, I yes,
0: because people want. want to be and part of a the community. group.
1: People well, see, the want
0: to be feel loved, loved and understood, and so they're going to fucking join yeah. up with other people they're like Black Lives Matter. You're one of us, brother. Come but join you to come the
1: terrorist tech, or you got to go do this thing. Yes, and, and like the if the is because one of, those of this ultimate
0: evil over here
1: yeah yeah That they made the trans community medically made them they've made this this is uh, tens of thousands nearing a hundred thousand people i know it's 300 million americans remember there's 300 million americans so this is like a point zero one percent of all the population right like point 0.1% of the population but they've made them so alienated and they've made them insane this is where the next terrorism is going to come from the rainbow Nazis is what um, I'm already calling them. And the people think Mad Max or the, the revolution is this, this idea of like savages and like, but the idea of savagery comes from hatred of, like you said, spiritually thinking, psychologically hatred of yourself, hatred and a nihilism that you don't have a future. You don't have a chance. You don't have children. a future. You don't have it, a family. Loves you. Exactly. A you
0: scared, sad, misunderstood
1: self-mutilating people with weapons that the federal government's going to give they're going to be the ones who are actually going into the u.s army because the second thing i wanted to say is the psyop that they knew to radicalize people for crime is what they're relying on now to radicalize people to join the u.s army because there no one wants to join and support a a foreign uh in, like totally undemocratic, unrepublican, un—that's uh, not representative of the constituents of America. It has nothing to do with any relevant uh, good versus bad system. There's no reason to join the military unless you're a, into like the mercenary idea of it. Like you want power, and like you're a complete sociopath, and like. But there are other ways to do it. You can become a corporate or a mercenary. So no one's even joining in that realm anymore. Who's joining overwhelmingly? perverts and extremely lonely alienated individuals like autistic people and stuff like that who do still think it makes them tough or socially accepted like they get friends <laughs> from being in the u.s military and that's or it just who, gives them violent, a
0: sense of purpose a sense of being a yeah, sense I
1: mean, of like dude there's so
0: many empty sad fucks that are just looking for something yeah and they're like oh i'm gonna join something greater than myself, myself. i'm gonna join and- The proud, the the few, the Marines, and you know what I mean. That whole fucking idea, like you're talking about autistic people, dude. Like I, I have fucking family that are autistic. I'm on the spectrum. My wife's on the spectrum. Pretty sure my kids on the spectrum. Like we're all, you know what I mean. Like with this whole idea of just like this, it man, it's it's fucking tragic, dude. You know what I'm saying? And and it's these people that like they're trying so hard to be. What they think society needs them need or wants yeah. them to be and
1: because the and, feds are telling them, hey, do this thing. Yeah. Hey, if you join the U.S. Army, you get a college education, you get to go to stuff, you get to travel the world, you get success, we'll train you yeah, how to you do it. You get to go to college. Of, that it means that we lost. get to
0: put you through more years of indoctrination. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you know, it's just it's so goddamn tragic. And the, the tech- whole thing
1: is. Like, the whole thing is, like, this is only permissible because you're not thinking about what you're actually supporting. And, yes, you may not be the one actually going, but the idea that there's two aircraft carriers right now supporting Israel, who is bombing mm-hmm. Gaza. And these people are like, yeah, I like being in the— Because Israel
0: like- is a- just a- an extension of America because yeah. because it's buy- all a fucking joke and a psyop. and. But, like-
1: you talk to your average military member and they're like oh i love being a bipoc tranny loving brony rainbow flag waving you know and you're like what what values are these what like we're not sending like you can say like we're not sending our best and brightest because yeah they were a bunch of dumb idiots but they still had so like
0: was the whole idea value
1: the uh, right like, and wrong yeah because like I, remember what I
0: said the whole idea of like a country whether whether right or wrong the whole idea of a country that actually believes in nationalism is a healthy country that believes in their own, uh, their, that believes in their own lies. Like, because every country is built off of, um, stories like even Rome was built of Romulus yeah. and Remus, right? That whole idea that you have to, you have to embrace the idea of Rome. And when Rome fell, it's because they lost, the idea of Rome, because what was more powerful than even uh, a Hannibal was Rome was an idea. You couldn't just conquer it. It wasn't just a place you could like Rome was in the people's minds. But once you've infected the mind, the mind virus, once that is taken over, then we might as well just be LGBTQ, ABTV, fucking HIV, fucking, you know, like. America it's is done people. because the yeah. I, the mythos the idea the uh, of what America was is done it's dead the American empire is dead
1: yeah they started and, flying the rainbow flag on military bases this is true they started flying the rainbow flag on military bases in the middle east it's not and, just and the, and the rainbow America.
0: flag it's the trans yeah. pride flag it's the yeah. pride progress flag it's 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 so it's we've gone so fucking far and it and whether people like it or not because like i'm coming from an anarchist perspective i'm a recovering anarchist text <laughs> <Right, that's, laughs>
1: like that's, that's,
0: yeah. that's silly to say but like i've been an anarchist for the last like eight years or something and 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 i have always looked at nationalism as the enemy and i'm like i don't know if nationalism like nationalism can be weaponized. Nationalism can be ugly. Nationalism can be the enemy in a lot of ways, but sometimes like people need a mythos uh, of like this idea of a people to believe in, to keep them homogenous, to keep them like together. They need something to tie them together uh, to like, to build something strong that can fight against the invaders. Otherwise, if we don't have something, whatever that is, we are going to be, Destroyed from the inside out, and yeah, we and- are going to be taken over from these globalists because the same people that think that the idea of nationalism is the enemy are the same people that want to devour us,
1: yeah. And I would like to point out that, say, if we were going to have American Civil War again, uh, think about just how weird it would be because the Union, the USA. Would have rainbow flag, um, you know, new world order, globalist type, uh, global homo type values. And if they won, hypothetically, say, history repeat itself and they won, history would be like, no, these were the good guys.
0: You know what? That's what makes Russia. Russia has less people than us. They have less money than us. But I think that maybe Russia is stronger than us because they have a strong mythos.
1: The, the idea and America's of America's mythos is dead. Yeah, a civilization. What makes the,
0: yeah, America literally is chaos? tied Democrat and Republican, what tied uh, left, right, center, whatever yeah. the fuck, was the American mythos. And yeah. I really feel like the American mythos of the American dream uh, that what, like, maybe we disagree, but hey, we'd fight for each other's right to. Believe in whatever we want to believe To me that inversion has already Been taken over that subversion Has already taken its place And dude I honestly Like as like Russia is kind of like the fucking It's it's kind of like a, It's like a trucker stop of Europe It's like this little spot where There's like you can you know It's it's not a fucking strong country In a lot of ways but Their mythos is strong. The people are strong. The people believe in that shit.
1: I would also say they are a very strong country. And and what they've proven is actually that the West is um, far, far weaker. Not than Russia, but far weaker than we like to pretend we are. Reality check.
0: Why is is the West weaker? It's because the people don't believe in the mythos. We have
1: no loyalties. We have no... Uh, intentionally we, we
0: undermine already, ourselves.
1: Yeah, we worship money. The whole idea is that who, who like, uh, you could say Russia. Russia worships Putin. Russia versus Russia. Russia versus uh their own religion, like the the idea of the Russian Orthodox Church. You know what? The West worships money. You know what though? You know what money gets you? Nothing. It gets you a pocket full of money and a you bullet love in the face. It,
0: love because of money is the root of yeah, all the fucking root life. of all
1: evil. Yeah, it, it's like the idea of of, of being like, uh, oh. you know, you can you can have served with honor in the U.S. military and still have trouble paying your rent when you get out, and yep. there that's just people will walk all over you, and you become a lesser member of society because we don't honor any other commitment besides your wealth. And that's why we don't care about what the the identity. It's all it's all a sale. It's all a con. It's all to make money because it's all capitalism. And so the idea of like what this thing even was that united people, it's it it's it it ceased to officially exist when Rockefeller bought the United States in nineteen thirteen and you know the League of Nations, and so, like, the idea that that's a very old concept, even in itself. And, and even then, the idea of the Civil War I, I always keep bringing in Abraham Lincoln was like the Joe Biden of the 1860s. It's just that through the lens of perspective, we're like, Yeah, the USA, yeah. the Union won. Well, so slavery. slavery 50 years,
0: how are they gonna see Joe Biden?
1: How are they if a Civil War broke out right now? And say by by just the example of the U.S. Army being the U.S. Army and having like trillions of dollars worth of budget and it crushes these rebel states, whoever we they are. We don't
0: know that George, don't Washington, to their maybe George Washington was a giant fucking fat loser piece. Of, we don't know anything about him. We only know that he was a Freemason because of the paintings involved. We only know what we are told about him. I know nothing, dude. Fuck Their history, fuck their history books, fuck what they want to say, all I know is what I can see in my own hands, and then even then, you have to question what you fucking see with your own eyes.
1: He's talking about these pervert societies, and when did they get in power, so you know Benjamin Franklin, one of the first founding fathers, was in the Hellfire Club in England? During the time uh, leading up to the revolution and then when he got too hot because he was you know American and they were British he went to France and was a member of their Illuminati and basically idea of the exactly the idea that America has ever been separated from European Illuminatists and like this cult whatever it is.
0: Our fucking country was founded by three Masonic
1: deists. Exactly, that were I, 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 mystics
0: that were yeah. I mean, these were all fucking Rosicrucian. They were all fucking Illuminati, Freemasonic, yeah. uh, occultists, and that's exactly. literally what our fucking country was founded on, founded by, and that's the p- same people that were in charge that are in charge.
1: Yeah, I would say that it's like, it's one of those things that people like to love to talk about this, this holiness of the USA of what it means to be American and what it means to be righteous. Like this idea that we need to just get back to what it was. We needed to go back to the revolution. We need to go back to the idea of the
0: 1776.
1: Yeah. So, but, but I, I think from the very beginning of it, it was, uh, merely for money. It was merely, uh, to get. the the maximum amount of profits for a fewest amount of people possible, the elite landowning. I know that there's Jeffersonian versus Alexander Hamilton and the federal reserve, but after the federal reserve, like the idea of like, what it it comes down to is like you said, eventually people, there's going to be such a gap in what the history of America tells us we should be striving for and what the new generations are brainwashed into believing is actually progress cuz the two cannot coexist like the idea of like conservative apple pie americana uh christian values type thing versus this idea of super hedonism and absolute destruction of one's own culture and society tearing down statues and shit like just realistically those are the those are the real dividing lines and so like you say you have a state like you live in Portland Oregon you said uh, uh Cascadia Cascadia in the Pacific Northwest gets talked about a lot. A lot of militias, a lot of people who live in the forest who want a white ethno state they homeschool their kids. Um, and they're not
0: always and see that's part of the sign-up too, is because like a lot of them aren't even not white, a, white.
1: Yeah, and and not white. Person. It doesn't
0: have to be that. It's just a separation of these psychopaths that are psychopaths trying to control
1: yeah, like say yeah. I wanna I wanna be able to educate my kids in my own home, however I wish to be. And these guys are federal government goons who are literally rainbow flag waving trannies. They're knocking on my door saying, "We own your kids. You give them to us, or we'll call you crazy and take your guns and fuck your life up, ruin your credit score, social credit scores." We want all this. Like, and the federal government is gonna play both sides, give them both weapons, and create the American Civil War. But once the Cascadians. Are defeated by the, you know, the the military, the literal Pentagon, the red, white, and blue American patch wearing, fucking Nazis, the police who are made up of these LGBTQ wingbats and all that, these fucking nutjobs. History is going to say that the Cascadians were the were the racist, xenophobic, evil ones, the 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 one, the Confederates, like the ones that you know, they believe in these crazy things that are evil and wrong. And that the 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 USA was ultimately the good guys, but but we all know in our hearts because we're living it, and have to teach the future generations. Always have to teach the people that the freedom fighters are typically the ones who are sane in all of this. Typically are the ones in the right. Typically the ones who are ethically, um, you know, fighting. You know, and that's why people.
0: you'll only hear the only narrative you'll ever hear. About the Confederates is that they just wanted to keep slaves. One hundred percent. It was so much bigger than that. There was actual like groups that didn't want that. And when you hear about the Emancipation Proclamation that only freed the slaves in the South, it didn't free the slaves that were actually in the North. That they don't fucking talk about that the groups <laughs> there were fucking slaves in the northern fucking states too. Dude, it's so much fucking deeper and more fucking corrupt than you want to know, that you want to think about. You just want to have a clear-cut good guy, bad guy. Abraham Lincoln was the good guy. The fucking Confederates were the bad guys, and I'm not saying that either one of them were good or either one of them was bad. I'm saying that everything is fucking nuanced. There is no black and white. Everything's fucking gray, and you've been fed a fucking narrative, and you just fucking believe that, this is the good guy. This is the fucking bad guy. Like just a good guy. It's all, and got shot really it's all just power and control mechanisms from psychopaths up top. The same people that are funding the fucking Confederates were in the European countries. Were the same people that are fucking that were funding it. Like actually, the the United States too, because they those same psychopaths fund both sides of every fucking yeah. war of every fucking fight because they benefit from the massacre suffering and killing of people because these people that are actually in charge of the fucking planet that are trying to fucking consolidate power that are trying to really just crack down at this moment. They don't care about your country. They don't care about who you are. They don't care about you as an individual. They want power control domination and you are Mm -hmm. fucking cattle. So shut the fuck up. We're going to brand you piece of shit. That's what they're fucking saying, and I'm saying, fuck you, because there's only a few of you, and there's many of us, and if we ever recognize that we have more in common with each other than any of these motherfucking psychopaths, we would rise up, break our chains, and break the necks of the people that put yokes on us. Yep,
1: absolutely, 100%. Could not agree more, 100% with what you just said. Fun fact, though, about the Civil War, I just want to bring this up before we go, and I know we're already at the three-hour limit and everything But we have to do part two soon. Uh, Definitely, I want to do it again. But fun fact about the Civil War. Jewish slave ships brought the majority of slaves into the South to sell them in the first place. Jews owned most of the slave plantations in the Caribbean and in Latin America. Uh, Slavery was made illegal by the Catholic Church specifically because it was the Jewish trade uh, in in the Mediterranean, North Africa. and 100%, uh, dude. Jews owned uh half of the slaves that were owned in America were from Jewish households in the south. Uh they for example, if, like say I think it was what was it? Uh only only uh 5% of all the confederates had slaves, right? Like only 5% of the elite upper class. And there were only about 1%, 2% of the confederates that were Jewish. But of that 5% of the confederate class, over 50% were Jewish. And so just like today, how many how many Jews live in America? Almost none. It's like two million tops out of 300 million people. How many billionaires are Jewish? Third, one third of all billionaires in America are Jewish. And you're like, where does the power lie? And these super elite uh, members of society, because America always worships money. So it's where follow the money, follow the money. And you'll always find out who the bad guy truly is. Because let me guess, just by odds, you don't got that money. And if you don't got it, someone else has taken it from you and it's probably your money to begin with. That's why you get into the taxation idea, what America truly represents and stuff. And I know it doesn't mean taxes. I know we fought a revolution to fight against people taxing without representation. And now I know Americans are paying 40% taxes. I also know like in the Old Testament, Pharaoh would force the Hebrews and Goshen to pay 20% flat tax on everything, one-fifth of all their goods, and Americans pay 20% sales tax.
0: Fucking A, brother. All right, man, we are way over. My wife is going to kill me. I gotta go. But man, it's always a fun time talking to you, Tex. Like you said, we're going to have to do this again. I don't even think we even started talking about what we were actually planning on talking about. We started blushing up on it. We started like just kind of getting there so yeah. we're gonna to have to do it again uh brother tell my audience exactly what's the best place to find you what's the best place they can support your work find your work all that fun stuff
1: um because i'm so shadow banned this is obviously if you're listening to this in the future and everything you may not be able to find me where i'm saying i am but I'm currently twitter x whatever you want to call it x formerly twitter X that's my social flagship uh social media flagship you can find me on instagram on a backup account but if you want to find all the links link tree slash beyond top secret texan twitter x is at top secret texan just to tell you that and uh you can find my podcast on all the major podcast sites spotify iheart radio um you know apple itunes all that good stuff it's on everywhere Uh, I have a website, podpage.com slash beyond top secret text to find the episodes there. If you don't want to do the app thing or anything, you want to find on a web browser. All the episodes are free. Basically, all the new ones the last like two years are free, Um, over 400 episodes. And uh, I had over 600 videos on YouTube. I always had the instinct to pitch that. But you can find those videos on Odyssey right now. That's an archive. But check out the podcast. Currently, that's all I'm doing right now is creating the podcast, creating episodes uh, every two days, um, you know, as a schedule. And you can check out the Halloween season right now if you're listening to this live. October is our busy season. We produced over 20 episodes so far. It's one episode per day. Uh, all these are full-length episodes. All of them covering really thematic, really seasonal, um, you know, subjects. But I also cover politics extensively, Texas politics specifically, conspiracies of all kinds, military matters, international uh, espionage, all that good shit. And I approach it from an uncensored, completely experienced way. Of, you know, from an expert's eye. I, you know, will let you guys decide on which what you you know prefer. But all of it's there for you. It's full spectrum. Everything from UFOs to the occult to the uh you know um hidden history of the world to uh the future and my predictions for it and everything like that so definitely check it out it's all like i said 400 plus episodes most of them are free all on a uh, podcast format check it out beyond top secret texan that's the best way to search it up beyond top secret texan it pulls everything up hell yeah dude
0: i will include your link tree in the show notes for this and i appreciate you brother
1: no problem, man. as a pleasure being on. Thank you for having me on. I love talking. Um, yeah, whenever you want to rock and roll again, just invite me on and we'll do a part two.
0: Sounds good, brother. All right. Cheers, man.
1: All right. Peace.